The Duck Feed Podcast Network is entirely listener-supported. That means we don't do ads. Um, You don't have to hear about mattresses and junk from us. The only thing we ask is that if you like the show, you consider chipping in just a couple bucks a month uh, to help keep it ad-free and help me and Cole uh, pay rent and travel around and do conventions and buy games for the network. Do a lot of stuff uh, like that, pay hosting costs and everything. So if you want to support us, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, you can find out how and find out what you get in return. We appreciate everyone who makes that choice. Thank you. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. My name is Dick Daniel. Hey, you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a radiant favorite. Yeah, and this week we are continuing our discussion of Hollow Knight, a very delightful game, a Metroidvania that has a lot of Souls-like cues. Uh, and once once again, we are joined by uh, by Nick. Thanks for uh, coming back. Uh, yeah, great to be back. <laughs> thanks for having. <laughs> thanks for sticking, stay, thanks for sticking around. Oh no, you're breaking the illusion. Yeah, it's one week later we reconvened in the studio to, to come out to you live. Yep. Hollywood, um, California. <laughs> yep. It's it's the Hollywood Squares except there's only 3, so it's a it's another episode of Cats game. Um yeah, so Nick, uh, you know, for people who didn't listen to our last episode, which everyone, I don't know why you'd only listen to the second part of this and not the first one. Um Nick reminds Bands us of people confusion. uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Nick, remind people of uh, who you are and what you do. Um, I'm an artist. I mostly make the uh, comic Latchkey Kingdom. Um, I also made a whole buttload of uh, Hollow Knight fan comics, which I'm sure you can see on the uh, links for this page. And uh, I guess also taking commissions, do stuff for Retronauts, uh, working on Gary's book. His, I worked on his first one. I'm working on his second. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there. that's great work. So. If you're not familiar, you should be. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, people it's, who are, did listen to this first, they think I might be good at giving a pitch about myself because it's a lot better than last. Because it's, it's you led with more uh, <laughs> pertinent things. This Don't, time tell right. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. The um, yeah. So we're we're gonna uh, you know hit the ground running right where we left off last time. Uh, we just went through the um, the city of tears, mm-hmm. and now we're going to head to. And there are a couple different ways we can go uh, from there. But we're going to head to the uh, Soul Sanctum. Yes. Soul Sanctum, Soul <laughs> Sanctum. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it definitely sounds like some kind of musical act. Um, this is kind of a sub area of the uh, of the City of Tears. It's, you know, up up in the rafters, almost like a big uh, like a big wizard's tower. Um, and this is one of our two Duke's archives analogs um, yes. that is kind of held together by elevators and populated by these very, very uh, kind of like, let's say, tenacious casters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the, these are pretty annoying to fight the um, the soul twisters. Soul yeah. twister, soul twister. <laughs> um, everything in this area maps onto Lady Marmalade. Yep. <laughs> for some reason or another. 
Um, yeah, and these guys uh, tell you know essentially our first caster enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, they teleport around and uh, and shoot magic missiles at you that uh, track you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll also summon soul warriors, uh, which are these spell swords, right? Again, all of these uh, fencers. <laughs> um, uh, this one will cast some magic missiles and also bring in these ads, these follies, which are kind of the, the, the souls of these failed experiments that have been popping in out of nowhere throughout this place. Um, I love the atmosphere in this. I will always be down for a you know mad scientist lab, which mm-hmm. is what this very obviously is. Um, but uh, it sells it in spades. Yeah. yeah, I like it a lot, too. Um, the way you get around here is since it's primarily vertical is lots of elevators. They do kind of a weird choice uh, in this. And, you know, they operate like souls elevators where they're persistent. Like, you know, you have to send them back down mm-hmm. if you're going to die. But they put spikes on the ceilings of all of them. Yeah. Um, which I feel I have mixed feelings on because <laughs> uh, it means like you can never bypass them. Like I have a wall jump at this point, mm-hmm. you know, and it would be in some ways it would be kind of faster just to go up the shaft. You know, and uh, or go down the shaft, and you can never go down a shaft. An elevator will block it yeah, down at yeah. the bottom. You can't just like fall, mm-hmm. um, and it can be kind of frustrating. Yeah, and um, also when an elevator has multiple stops, selecting up or down is a little bit uh, a little bit tricky as well. I never got it to go the, the direction that I wanted. Yeah, not uh, first the first time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had this uh, weird impression where it was like which side you hit it from would matter, but turns That's out that is case. not the case. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I mean it like. It looks like the switch, like if it goes, you know, um, to the left, it'll go up. And if it goes right, it'll go down. But it just picks which direction. Yeah. Uh, seemingly random. I had a very similar experience. Shrug emoticon. Yeah. <laughs> also, it'd just be a very weird elevator to use because it's like it's the switch for it is on the ceiling. You have to swat at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's made for people with antenna. <laughs> they can just kind of reach up and, and nab that boy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So again, like I guess the the real noteworthy thing here, none of the people you're fighting here, other than the mages, I think, are that different. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the other ones are not unique. You can run into these guys that dive bomb you. These uh, these uh, belfries. Um, I ran into these earlier in this because I went through in a different order. Yeah, um, yeah, they're but they the, apply all over the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the the cool thing is, is that we're still being introduced to unique to this area. You know, area enemies. Mm-hmm. There's not like an area that doesn't have a few token unique enemies, which is really great. Yes. So uh, even though some of these fight the same as some other enemies, they're not exactly the same. So you still get that sense of variety contributes to that kind of tone of this weird mad scientist lab. <laughs> um, you essentially do this long kind of climb uh, up, you know, you unlock your, your bonfire, your bench <laughs> uh, for this, because you were making your way up to this rooftop to fight uh, a boss. That was a sticking point for me. Yeah. Um, the soul master. Yeah. I think for everybody. Also, this is like the first bench I think you have to explicitly pay for. And <laughs> yeah. it's funny because you, they have a lot of these, um, you know, toll things. And in this case, when you put the money in, it goes, sinks down to the ground. And then like the bench pops up uh, on a spot, uh, like a, a pole and then like folds out. <laughs> it was like folded in half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's a like funny a funny animation thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, it's, it's like a Coleman folding bench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is a very tough fight uh, because he's our first caster that we fought, and uh, it is a caster in the sense of like um, a caster you would have fought in Hyperlight Drifter. It's a little bit bullet helly um, because mm. it has these, you know, um, spinning orbs of uh, of, of soul um, uh, energy. It has these homing missiles that are going to come after you. Uh, all the while, it is doing these um, kind of dive bomb attacks. Um, and uh, teleporting all over the place, including um, what I think is the biggest dick move of all, uh, which is 
faking out on these dive bombs so that you think that you've dodged. Oh, but yeah. Nope, it's coming after you again. It's the equivalent of like a Dark Souls like late swing. Yeah. Like, and I, I love that it happens. Like, it took a while to get used to it, but like, I love that it happens. Like, it's such a like oh, a yeah. cool move. Yeah, because it really um, does make it much more dynamic of a fight that it's it's trying to trick you. Yeah. And he does a really cool move too, where he creates these uh, these orbs, makes them surround himself, and then moves uh, towards you, mm-hmm. just kind of slowly and serenely. Um, so you have to dodge them, and that's a really dynamic kind of dodge too. Yeah, yeah. Because, because you have like, to leap leap over them and hit him. That's where I was doing a lot of the upswing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to get my yeah, damage but, where I could. Once you've gotten his pattern down, that's the best place to heal. Yeah, because it's like yeah. it's a really long um, animation for that. Well, and a lot of bosses do like kind of take a knee every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like they have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they don't just have their built-in places to heal. Like some of them give you explicit places to heal. Yeah, they'll stagger. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and other than that first boss, which is kind of weird, that's the only time you can hit him. Um, I thought, you know, the first time that happened, I'm like, is all this damage I'm doing not actually damage? Like I have <laughs> to hit him when he's down, like yeah. three times, like a a Mario Brothers boss or something. Uh, you're not the case. It's just that's just a good time to hit him. It doesn't do extra damage. It doesn't do anything special. It's just you can heal or you can get in one free hit. What I kind of you find know? weird about them taking a knee is that it's like it doesn't really let you get a whole lot of shots in. Because if you start attacking them once they do that, they recover very fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's explicitly a heal chance. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, do do some healing if you'd like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you get like, so, like three times a fight and you're probably going to need a lot more than that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's a weird it's like a weird kind of mechanic. Um the what happens with this guy I really like the way it articulates I don't love. Um, there's a really incredible fake out <laughs> of this guy uh, because he dies and you start absorbing his soul to get the power and partway through it he says nah uh, <laughs> comes back dives through the floor you both free fall into this other arena and you fight phase two uh, of him um, and it is it's this little like corpse shoot that he has. Uh, Because this is a place where people are doing experiments Mm -hmm. on Soul. Um, It's very explicitly like a Dark Soulsian kind of like King Alant Duke kind of thing. And uh, you fight him again with a kind of more limited but more annoying moveset. Yeah. And faster. Um, Way faster. Like way less downtime. Um, And it's just kind of like a less interesting fight at this point. I think. It's it's shorter too. Like it it is just this frenetic coda that, you know, if you get caught off guard by it like i did you have to go through the first phase again yeah and that that's always a bummer yeah. to me you know yeah it's, it's um, one of those things where it's only cool if you survive it like the first time <laughs> yeah, right? yeah yeah and it's incredible if you survive it the first time mm-hmm. the second time it's just like uh so this took me several times you know this i got to the second time several times and died right uh because it, he never really stops like kind of spawning in random fireballs that home in like gently on you mm-hmm. and that kind of continuously happens so it's shorter, but the time you can get in your hits is less, you know, because there's always something to dodge. Um, at this point, you don't have the double jump like your your dodge is more limited mm-hmm. than it will eventually become. So this I thought this was really hard. Yeah. Um, the upgrade you get for this is your ground pound, uh, which is it takes a, it's a spell. So it costs it costs mana to do that. And I never use it as an attack, even though I'm theoretically I'm sure you could. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another way to bust through some kind of weak floors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it really seems like it's it drives you straight down. So it seems like, you know, be, you'd be getting yourself hit probably. If yeah. You yeah. Much. Um, also about like the soul master, that guy has one of the most annoying run-ups in the entire game. Yeah. 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 It's really it's obnoxious. super long. They and actually, well, yeah. um, they put a <laughs> hole by shortcut. the bench that you can shortcut it. Yeah. That wasn't there originally. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's not just that it's long. It's that you have to bypass, um, a couple of those soul twisters. Mm-hmm. 
so they uh, and they will per- they will hound you. Like most enemies have like mm-hmm. a very like have a real leash in this game. Like mm-hmm. just because they they move slower than you, so a lot of things won't chase you that long. Like either they won't be able to jump, so they can't get over a gap, or they just move slower. You so you can outrun them. Not the soul soul guys. You have to like ma- if you don't want to stop and fight them, you have to make it to the second screen uh, before they'll stop pursuing you. Yeah. Um, that second bench, that little secret, yeah, uh, you know, or that shortcut you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That you can do like I did not find that for quite a while. Yeah, uh, which bummed bummed me out. So like this boss run, this was I was raging because I was already <laughs> mad at like losing to him so many times, getting to the second phase and losing to him, and how demoralizing it was to redo it, and yeah. just going through this boss run and like, like end boss runs. Like it doesn't add enough for what it takes. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, I was worried that this was it. That after this point, like oh this this fun little game has veered off into something that and, is like mega challenge territory. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, it didn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, because the next area is more reasonable. Yeah. Uh, this area where. So I didn't go here until way, 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 way later for some reason or another. But you can. The next place that makes sense to go to because you have the. Uh, it, what it was was I did not find the um, the proper way into the uh, into Crystal Peak. Oh, okay. I used I used the way that you had to use the butt pound. So I thought, oh, OK, now they have the butt pound. I need to go up to Crystal Peak. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's another way to get into Crystal. Oh, Peak. Oh, well, that's I, how I you know, did it. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. a proper way because I only you know, you do the butt pound way because like I thought you, you could you go find in that really the, early uh, on. You're just looking for the option to get there. I thought you could go in the other way, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but that, that's where I went next. But you can also now access the the royal waterways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, it it makes sense to do both of them because they both contain some pretty important stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. By using this desolate dive, you can pound through a manhole cover to get into the sewers, uh, which are these kind of camped, uh, cramped and crowded um, areas that are pretty dark as well. Um, and this is pretty difficult to navigate because it is full of this acid water, uh, which, you know, the cure for that is found here, but you need uh, an ability from later. Yes. Um, and we're fighting flukes. Uh, these these fluke type enemies. <laughs> I, I really um, don't like these flukes. Yeah, no, no well, flukes. They seem to be made to be very creepy. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. They've got those. They've they've got those teeth. Um, like just the the, the rings of teeth around them. And, That's no good. And you split them in half, and they still don't die. Yeah, and well, he, exactly like the uh, the man the the things in Latria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the man man. Uh, what are they called? Like man slugs, not slugs. It's something uh, like that. But yeah, uh, something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. But um. But even the the regular flying ones, they don't fly directly at you. They do these kind of clumsy arcs over you. So yeah. like you try to dodge around it, but it is just kind of like drunk enough um, that it's not predictable. Yep. Um, yeah. And then there are also these gigantic uh, kind of pufferfish bugs that start out normally. And then when you hit them or get close to them, they turn into, they, you know, they blow up. Yep. Um, called hrumps, which, which are very cute. <laughs> um, there's an optional boss here that you should fight, uh, which is the fluke marm. Um, which is a gigantic fluke that just summons flukes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very hard, but the reason why you want to fight the fluke marm is you get the uh, the fluke charm, mm-hmm. and the fluke charm is one of the more like fun synergies. Yeah, um, kind of essentially turns most of your abilities into into shooting flukes and doing things <laughs> with flukes instead of normal versions. It's very cool and cute. Yeah. Um, but the the fight is just you know she summons ads like she summons flukes at you and you have platforms to use as cover like yeah. there's not a lot to the fight it's very hard but yeah you're just she doesn't have very many moves waiting for opportunities and trying not to lose your footing um, and drop down into the acid um, as you're avoiding these flukes yeah are, are we sure that's not water there 
I don't, maybe. <laughs> I think I remember the Royal Wild Ways having more water than acid. Uh, by, by the time I fought her for real, I had the, uh, I had the charm. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of which, it, it's not, um, I mean, it could be water, but getting in the water, you're very likely to get hurt because you move very yeah, slowly. It, it slows you down way a lot, yeah. but you know, it's not automatic damage. And the nice thing about this fight is that, um, you can, it's very easy to get like under an awning mm. and heal, you know? So it, it's pretty hard to get in your damage, but it's not hard to, uh, uh to find time to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, the more like the, the actual direct boss of this area, uh, is the dung defender, um, who <laughs> I, has to be like yeah, a, a crowd favorite. Oh, for sure. Like, like he, <laughs> he's, he's got so much personality and you can tell even when you on, you know, on the approach, you can hear his song. Like you can hear him doing this thing. That sounds almost exactly like the voice of Jerry Seinfeld's girlfriend in that one episode. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, yeah. And he's, a, he's a dung beetle. Uh-huh. Um, and essentially like tosses a bunch of shit at you and converts and shit. Yep. He, he lives uh, in a world of shit. Yeah, more more, yeah, more or less has fun in a maximally full diaper and, and uh, you know, really triggers the libs with his full diaper. Uh, <laughs> this guy's bouncy turd boulder. It's a fun, like, it's, it's a real shit fight. Um, he brings shit you know, to a shit I mean, fight. The thing is, like, Dung Defender is cool. So, mm, yeah. Don't associate with these other possible. diaper boys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's the best for somebody who constantly shits himself and plays in shit. He's the best possible articulation of that. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I don't think it's his shit. It's some other creature shit. Does that make it cooler, Nick, or is that less cool? <laughs> well, he's a dung beetle. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, it yeah. is his nature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, remember, I remember that old parable of the uh, of the frog and the dung beetle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, uh, this is a fun fight because he'll burrow into the ground when, when he when he uh, jumps out. He'll either do these, uh, you know, bouncing patterns or he will send up these eruptions of turd boulders. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he kind of sings like during the whole thing. Oh, like he has, the, you know, he does that kind of voice and, like, and a, like a powdered toast man kind of thing. Emotes a lot. It's really great. Yeah. I like, like they're playing super, like a, a superhero theme song under it too. Yeah. Yeah. The music is, is, is really kind of charismatic. The, the here. guy clearly thinks he's a superhero. Also, he's like, he's one of, they briefly mentioned some of the lore, like there's three or four knights of the city mm-hmm. and he's one of them. I think he's the only one you actually ever, uh, well, he's the only one you ever fight. Yeah. You, you only ever, you, yeah. you, you meet two. He's the only one that you fight, but this is like the equivalent of a legendary hero. Like this is, well, I guess Executioner Smo was not really a hero in that realm. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, it's all, he's, he's a legendary hero, but he's a very silly one. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Super fun. Like, <laughs> I, I think this is this is a fun fight and really cool and cute. Yeah. Um, he gives you the Defender's Crest, which they, you know, didn't make the Dung Crest, which I think is very, like, a very funny joke. Because that's essentially what it is. Yeah. Is it makes you smell like shit. Yeah, it's, it and, surrounds you with a pig pen cloud. Yeah, uh, which gives you a couple like gives NPCs different dialogue and then gives you a couple of very minor advantages. Yeah, it's like um, a, like a brief AOE some of the time. Like leg eater or leg biter will give you a discount <laughs> when you smell like shit. Yeah. Um, but some people will kick you out of their store. Yeah, and stuff. Uh, and he actually so dung defender you don't kill him he becomes an NPC. Yeah, and naps in his little secret layer underground so you can summon him back up to talk yep. to him if you like. Yeah, which I'm happy I didn't kill him. I'm happy that he's, yeah. he he's, he stays around as a buddy. Yeah, I wish good. I could have fought him, fought with him for the final fight. <laughs> I would also like to have a, a plush dung defender. Of course. Dung defender is great. Yeah. 
um, the real reason we're here is to get Isma uh, to go into Isma's lair to get Isma's tier, yeah. uh, which allows you to be uh, lets you swim in poison or acid water. Yeah. So um, it opens up new areas and also gets rid of the not instant death, but the uh, the warp uh, when you die in instant death uh, water. You have to have the crystal heart to get here. So it's a little bit, you know, frontsy backsy. Um, mm-hmm. But like this also by tripping the valve opens up and clears the cistern, I believe that uh, that lets you get down to some of the lower areas. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also a shortcut here that will take you back up to the city of tears. Uh, where you meet a pretty cool NPC who doesn't function for much, aside from showing you what high society in the City of Tears is like. This is Eternal Emilita, um, who was kind of cast out from the upper circle for being eccentric. But, you know, her locking herself away, um, you know, with that cool cake covered with spider webs, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, has uh, saved her from the infection. Yeah. And uh, she is really schadenfreude over that. Oh yeah, yeah. She she is luxuriating <laughs> in it. Um, and um, like she, the only thing she doesn't like is that you know she wish she had someone a little more high class than you to talk to about it. Oh yeah, but how awesome yeah. it is! Everyone else is dead. She's not a sympathetic figure. <laughs> no, not at all. I wish I, I thought to talk to her with the uh, the shit badge. <laughs> so I, I I would have liked to have seen that dialogue. Yeah, because I'm sure she has something to say about you just showing up uh, covered in feces. <laughs> um. So the uh, you can you can head back up to the city tiers or go down to, go down to the ancient basin, uh, but we need to uh, and again very little frontsy backsy. We needed to to get the the tier. We needed to get the uh, crystal dash thing. Yeah. So we're just talking about them in reverse order. We will talk go to Crystal Peak and talk about that area. Yeah. Instead first. Yeah. Um. So I also got into the Crystal Peak by using the Desolate Descent um off of the Forgotten Crossroads. That um, might be the only way you can get in there. I could be yeah. wrong. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but this one I know of. Yeah. This is a little bit like a like a sense. It is it is a functioning mind that is full of these husks um, that are kind of continuing to go about their business. You know, whacking at the crystals in this you know in this mountain. Some of which uh, you know, some of these husks are like actually taken over by this by this crystal contagion. What makes it like sense oh. is that this is full of conveyor belts and smashers and traps trap kind of things. Also, on the way in, um, you pass by Mila, who is the singing bug from before, and. If it hadn't happened before, it's like she's gone full hollow and attacks you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the Crystal Peak is full of other Mylas yeah. that are all attacking you. Yeah, just different different miners. And super stuff. sad. Um, the kind of the um, different – and the, the conveyor belts are not just horizontal. They're also vertical. Yes. Um, there's like lasers and stuff. This is full of, you know, like whatever the adjective is for that. Um, powerhouse. And there's a really – yeah, it's very, very powerhouse. Well, that, that feels that feels different. Like it's, it's full of power. No, no, that's the song that you that you. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's just it's just not the uh, it's not the right uh, uh, adjective for it. Okay. I, I wish that song wasn't called powerhouse. We <laughs> call like I I don't know, like uh, uh, wacky factory. boy. Yeah, wacky factory, <laughs> wacky factory, and worky boy. Yeah, <laughs> the two the two heroes. The um, but this this is really fun. Uh, I think. Um, I like the way that a lot of these things articulate these weird crystal bugs with the lasers and shit. Like yeah, people get like there's laser guns yeah. and stuff. <laughs> just, again, like just jaw dropping variety of enemy. They don't get laser laser guns. They get laser gauntlets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Also, just the um, the vertical conveyor belts are just really fun to navigate. on. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And like you can really get going if one of those things is going up. <laughs> you know, you just yeah. Rock it up that wall. Yeah. Yep. Um, the boss here. Uh, is optional 
So the Crystal Guardian, mm-hmm. you know, you're 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 headed. I think it's actually marked on the map as a as a bench, and you're oh, it's Occupado, uh, one of these husses here. Oh no, oh no. Yep, this is a boss, a very tough boss. Who I, yeah, <laughs> I just feel like, well, that bench is not for me. I guess. I, I beat him in his normal form, not in the secondary form. Yeah. I fight him again because yeah, the normal is, form uh, is very difficult, like as is. Yeah. I thought. And the thing, and also it is a very distant bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's not too far from a shortcut, but even that shortcut is a really long path. Um, so it is a real slog to get there. So it's kind of a fuck you having a boss sitting on it. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. I mean, yeah, I beat it the first time, so I mean, it wasn't so bad for me. Gloat, gloat. But um, <laughs> yeah, I can see where that would really be annoying. Otherwise, yeah. If you could teleport between benches, I would be more into it because being able to get up here to kind of like poke at Crystal Peak because there's definitely things I missed. Like I didn't go find. There's a shopkeeper's key here that's really important. I didn't get it right away. Like I came back for it. Um, like being able to get here quickly would have been cool. You know, outside of that other shortcut, which we're talking about, which is this like long shortcut back to Dirtmouth. Yeah. Uh, from this area above it, the, the Hollow Nest Crown. Um, we should talk about the Crystal Guardians fight a little bit, though, first. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he's 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 beam based. Like if you like beams, <laughs> you will like this boss fight. Yeah. If you like um, beam coladas. Yeah. If you, if you like beam and coladas. Yes. It's like beam and colonics. <laughs> uh, and, and the um, so he. Uh, is a lot like a night fight with the exception that he has this kind of crystal power. Um, crystals like are used to generate some kind of energy in this. So he can shoot lasers down at an angle and it does that kind of, you know, video game thing. Like, you know, things are coming down at a 45 degree angle. There are safe places to stand. There are unsafe places to stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the frustrating thing about that though, is that uh, he doesn't really stop doing his other stuff when that happens as much as I want him to. Right. Right. So like I can, yeah, he's always times, moving. He's always moving. So you can get caught in a very small like area where it's very hard to like dodge. Like he moves through it and you can't, you're kind of in a cage. So I found, I found this very hard. Yeah. Um, and the boss run to it sucks. Like <laughs> I did not know that it was optional. I thought maybe this guy would give me an item or something I needed, even if it, I didn't need it for forward progress. Yeah. And just so I fought him uh, until I beat him. And it's just like, man, this boss run fucking sucks. He's, he's before the goddamn bench, not after it. Like, <laughs> I got super mad at this guy. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a little hateful. Like I after bouncing off of him a couple times, I I just had to stop and check and make sure that I was pursuing the critical path. And when I figured out I wasn't, I was like, peace, I'm gonna come back later when my shit is upgraded. What do you get for um, beating him the second time? Uh you get a mass shard. Okay. So that's a, a health upgrade. Um I have to, one thing I have to mention, I really like the look of this guy because oh, he's yeah. like just a regular bug, but he has like a crystal growing on his head mm-hmm. and you can just see his glowing, you know, infected eyes through it. And then also when he's firing the the ray at you, it's like the animation for anyone who's firing these crystal rays always seems like they're holding it as far from their body as possible <laughs> when they do it. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, they're almost afraid of the beam itself or something. Yeah. 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 I it, it looks real good. At the very top of this area is a sub area called Hallowness Crown. Um, you need the double jump to get up here, but it's also your first source of pale ore, or one of the earliest that you can get. Um, and that is what lets you upgrade your nail. Uh, this also gives you a kind of shortcut back to Dirtmouth, but it's like a shortcut to nowhere. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, which basically um, just jumping off a huge leap in the screen. Yeah. You fall down. <laughs> The main thing you're getting here is the uh, the crystal heart, which is a thing that allows you to uh, 
kind of you know spark shine like mm-hmm. you charge and you can dash in a direction um or from a wall yeah. and you'll go until you stop or hit jump mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and they give you a little tutorial area for this and one of the, the critical things they teach you is that you don't always want to do this until you hit you know uh until you hit a wall yeah you'll have to manually yeah, stop. you can stop in air yeah mm-hmm. And you have to, like you should frequently because they put spikes and stuff mm-hmm. at the end that you'll run into if you use this. Um, this ended up becoming a really interesting part of like, you know, you never use this in your normal vocabulary for fighting, but you use it to, uh, if you're getting through a flat area and you want to get through it quickly or in some of the later platforming stuff. Like I thought this was very fun. Like there are times where you have to, you know, use your double jump, your dash and this on walls to get through certain platforming areas. Yeah. The fact that you can do this off of a wall, a wall grab is, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a big part of it yeah yeah and also the reason it's called the crystal heart is because you literally pull it out of the chest of a giant bug yeah <laughs> a giant bug corpse that is yeah um yeah. so there's an area that i kind of just fell into accidentally um from around the crystal heart area uh which is called the resting grounds uh which is very kind of momentous for the uh, for the story in the in the course of the game it's kind of where the, the you know the story gets real yeah. Um, th- this would be like you're probably the closest thing to like the Anne Orlando if we were to, if we were structuring this like a normal thing like this is yeah, where they actually yeah. introduce the the story elements this the the part of me that like really sticks to an exploration heuristic mm-hmm. uh, in a video game this drove me crazy <laughs> wait I, that I couldn't get I back up finished, like, I, yeah I wasn't yeah. finished like I didn't explore everything up there what the fuck are you doing like I was so mad <laughs> like I, I still um, think it's the intended path is that you get tricked into falling down that hole yeah I, I think so too you know, it's just frustrating because it's like I wanted to, you know, I never got that shopkeeper's key up there until like way later. And maybe I would have if I had just chose, you know, it wasn't like I, I purposely eschewed it. I just went like, OK, I can go left or right. Right was the critical path. Left was the optional thing. And I couldn't tell which one was which, you know. So, yeah, uh, the resting ground, though, um, this is this like uh, this monument to uh, the dreamers um, that kind of speaks to you and warns you about breaking the seal and releasing the plague uh, here. <laughs> Yeah, and you get sucked into this dream world. Yeah, uh, here. God, I love the way the dream world um, is represented, either when you're in it or when it's encroaching, because mm-hmm. it has this kind of pink and purple, you know, ambient fog over everything, but also these like wheels of light. Um, it is yeah. just like this, you know. It's very obviously symbolic, but um, it's a very powerful symbol. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And as you kind of move through this, um, you get to this butterfly that, uh, kind of brings you over to the dream nail. You kind of jump on platforms that appear and you get this, this item that is kind of interesting. Um, the dream nail allows you to, uh, create, get this thing called essence when you use it to kill ghosts. Um, some ghosts fight back. Some of them don't. Um, you can use it to, uh, read minds Mm -hmm. as well. So it becomes this kind of like interesting lore thing. Um, it's, theoretically could be useful in combat uh, because when you do, you don't do damage, but you get a lot of soul when you hit something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of using this in combat doesn't make any sense to me. No, no, it has a really long wind up. Exactly. Yeah. And no range. Yep. Yeah. Some people do it. I don't know why or how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's, there's even charms that. to upgrade. It and it's just like, that is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but you know, what you're going to do with this essence is revealed to you by a character that we meet, you know, somebody who actually rescued us from this, um, called the seer, who's a moth, you know, the last of these moths that kind of tended to the, uh, the souls of the dead here. 
you know, and so we mm-hmm. have to, you know, collect essence in order to sharpen and transform and eventually awaken the dream nail. And this is a path to the real ending of the game. Yes. Um, also, the the moths, their religion, they worship um, the light, not the light that, you know, is there's apparently you're, the the light in the game is a corrupting one. Mm-hmm. But there's like they follow a true light, which I just find kind of funny because they're moths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> much like the um this introduces these like these little kind of mini encounters that have real mixed feelings on yeah um where you'll you'll run into these trees these kind of odd looking trees if you smack them with your dream nail it creates kind of an obstacle course it fills the area with little you know coins essentially that are worth one essence uh and you can kind of go through and collect them um sometimes this works sometimes i find it incredibly annoying yeah. <laughs> um it's collectibles they, you know like oh yeah. where's the last one yeah, I mean that, that's it's exactly it's a it's a collectible thing, and they there it's always in areas like except for this first one, it tends to be in areas where it's tricky for one reason or another. If it's tricky with enemies, uh, there's no reason not to clear out the enemies first, and then it becomes trivial to get the things. If it's tricky with spikes, it just becomes kind of an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, I just don't know what it added. It always felt like a momentum killer. Yeah, like I'm moving to explore. I get to a room. I see one of these trees. It's like, oh well, fuck! Like <laughs> it also felt really next... weird because oh. the tree, it like it changes forms when you collect everything, but nothing really changes. Yeah, like, it doesn't. Yeah. Like every essence thing you collect is worth one, which is a pitiful amount. Yeah. And there's not like a, I expected that once you collected them all, there'd be like a surge of extra essence or something or some actual reward or a reward for actually finishing all these things. And there's nada. Yeah. And that's, that's very strange, you know, because spoiler, like to get the, uh, the true ending of this, you have to get 1800 essence, uh, yeah, but- which I, I think I got like 600. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'm not going to do that. Like, well, most of that's from fighting optional bosses. Yeah, for sure. Which, like, um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Cause I didn't mean like you have to do this tree thing literally yeah, 70 the, times. You, know? you can ignore the, I think you can, make it like almost entirely there maybe even you know there with while ignoring the trees yeah because they really do give a small amount out compared to other things it's like 20 to 40 every every uh, time yeah. my first playthrough i was um you know really getting completions on this and i was like killing every minor ghost and ghosts that you don't fight are also only worth one essence whereas you yeah. know the ones that you know put up a fight are worth like you know 100 to 500 so yeah there's really no point in like clearing up graveyards and stuff. Yeah. You still have to do most of it. Um, I think that the way it works is the optional night fights. You can only skip one of them um, and still get to the minimum, mm-hmm. I think is what it, what I read online. So like, it's a weird, like it's a lot to do to get the optional ending. Yeah. You know, these, these are all like robust boss fights. Some of them are very fun, um, but it just like, for me, you know, it got to be too much. Yeah, like I'm like, like it's just like this is you know I played this game for as long as I wanted to play it really. They 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 served me uh, a massive meal that was way better than I expected it to be, and I went into it whole hog. And then they came out and said, "But dessert is mandatory." Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, it's not. I'll take my check now. <laughs> like, yeah, well, it comes with, and it's like, well, I could sit here and really cram this like very you know pretty good you know like tiramisu <laughs> on my over already overflowing gullet, mm. you know, or do I do I go home and digest? Yeah, you know. Um, this um, steak comes with an extra steak. Oh shit! I like, gotta say, for me, there was j- everything. It was just right. Yeah, there's the uh, amount, of, glut- amount of dessert. Yeah, I'm a glutton. It was uh, <laughs> just right. It was like, yes, keep it coming. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I so, recognize that. Like, that I'm not like other. A lot of people have that, and I recognize I'm a minority in that. Like, oh yeah, I know a lot of people who are just like, if if I like something, I want as much of it as possible. Whereas, like, I will I will start souring on things, you know, after a certain point. And like, you know, I, I tend to favor shorter games. I played this for 20 hours, um, and that was a really good amount of time. Yeah, like I was well, just like, not, man, I love this. You know, I'm not saying I don't have a limit. I'm just saying that you know. Uh, it felt like everything about Hollow Knight was tweaked perfectly for me. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a special. You know, thing. like th- they had Nick's in mind for this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully, and not the Nick's in mind that uh, led to the Watergate scandal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the um, yeah, I can see that too. Like there are things that I put more time into because they're like so so Gary specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this was very Gary specific, but just like I was way into like. It maybe want a twenty hour game, and then I want in two years to play Hollow Knight two and love it for another twenty twenty five hours. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Hollow Knight two would be great. I don't think they're going to make one. No, I don't think so either. But spiritual. I think they're going. I think these guys are going to have a different idea. Yeah, yeah. It's just it. yeah. I I don't need to you know find out what's happening to all my old friends. I just would <laughs> like to see. I mean, they're kind of design aesthetic. Like if these guys <laughs> never do another Metroidvania, that'll be a real tragedy. Don't you want to like you know play as the the main character in Hornet's Baby? <laughs> yeah. like hollow knight babies uh hollow knight yeah. tng well no it's this is a fan character i wrote mm. oh, okay. it's like uh, <laughs> i didn't write a, really write a fan character people um yeah so you so you do again you do the tree thing uh there are those tree things um you can also once you get to a certain level you can come back here and find the uh, shrine of believers which is a uh, uh, graveyard where there are little one uh you know one essence ghost that are all kickstarter backers yeah and they're with their little messages some of them are cute some of them are not but they're all like cute bug design so they're mm-hmm. all worth looking at yeah of course and i think i said before my favorite one was the one that tries selling you cookies <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep yeah that, that that is a nice bit of levity um there's also it, i don't know what it is with me and lakes where nothing happens but i love <laughs> the <laughs> i love the blue lake uh, uh area of this um, yeah. which is the source of rain for the city of tears. So it is a weird kind of reservoir. It's like a reverse reservoir, uh, but you find a couple of people here. Um, like you find Tiso who's somebody is kind of a minor character a little bit. Um, we, we've seen uh, Tiso before, but Tiso he's, was we... another backer character. Okay. It's one of the more developed ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we haven't mentioned him before, but yeah, you do run into him earlier than this. Yeah. He thinks it's boring. I don't, I like it. It's nice and peaceful. Flying over this, um, you know, by using the crystal heart is, uh, is great. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing is, he's so looks... so easy. He thinks he's a badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has kind of a, a, a an ignoble end. Actually, yeah. he look. it really looks like you're going to fight him. Yeah. Um, he's this little guy with the shield. It's like, oh, okay. Like that's his gimmick. Yeah. Well, yeah um, and he but keeps he, talking yeah. about finding this Coliseum where all the real badasses go to fight. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I'm going there. Maybe you're tough enough to go there. Everyone else <laughs> who thinks about anything else is a stupid idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a little rough, but we, he, he gets his. Yeah. Um, just you wait. <laughs> so, the, um, so you can head down further below the sewers to get this, the ancient, uh, ancient basin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, it's at the very, very, very low, like almost near the bottom of the world. Yes, there. Um, and in fact, the the abyss is in here. Um, you know, is blocked off by uh, by a wall of black energy. So, like, it is about as deep as you can go. Um, it's a very short area, at least right now, until you come back later on. Um, and you get here off of an ele- elevator shaft from the uh, from the Royal Waterway. 
Um, and this place is kind of full of these infected balloons. Um, basically, just it is riddled with just free floating infection and these Molek uh, bugs, uh, which are just kind of rings of teeth. Right. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Um, there is a uh, a cool boss fight here. I love this. Um, where there's the the broken vessel. Uh, and I love just even that, like if you're if you're only kind of paying attention to the story, like there's a great little bit of like, oh, wait a minute when you run into this guy, because he's looks a lot like you, you do. Mm-hmm. And he's called a vessel. So you start seeing like what that might mean for what yeah. your character is, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I really love. Um, it's like you, but he has this kind of cyst attached to him. Yeah. yeah. Nacy, this is one of the guys I'd like to buy a plush of. <laughs> mm. Oh, my gosh. And the cyst would be like a little like sque- like squeezy stress ball jelly thing. Oh, yeah. um, I guess I'd probably prefer just regular plush, but I could see going that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little water balloon. Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he looks a lot like you. His mask is um, a little bit more asymmetrical, uh, probably because he has this cyst sticking out of it. Well, um, there's a huge crack in it. Oh, too, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, and uh, he fights very similar, similarly to you. Like he does these midair dashes and he does these dives. Um, the only thing that's different is he has these kind of machine gun projectiles uh, that it will shoot out and he will summon infected balloons. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what you're doing, you get, when you get past him, you get the monarch wings, which is your double jump. Yeah. Um, double jump is a great ability. It's up there with like grappling hooks. Like double jumping always feels good <laughs> when you get this, I think. Double jumping into and out of a grappling hook, though. That's very good. Yeah. And then throwing an air dash there on the end. <laughs> and then, then you have uh, a Spider-Man swing. Yep. It's kind of an odd double jump, though, because it doesn't kick in right away. Mm-hmm. It's like the wings form and then they flap and that's what gets you up. So you really have more of a fall than you do with um, a lot of other double jumps, I think. Takes yeah. a little used to. Yeah, it's like a little bit of a you have more of an arc to it. Like you can't just like mm-hmm. jump up and at the very top of it um, deploy it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but this is... Um, the yes the last of your big movement abilities yeah um like aside, point, aside from the one that lets you uh iframe through stuff yeah 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 as far as like getting around other than the thing that lets you kind of break through those like spirit wall things yeah, yeah. but for the most part like yeah. now kind of the world is your oyster mm-hmm. so um the game has been very non-linear up like this middle section is very non-linear and it continues to be so like we're kind of running not out of areas to visit but like we're sl- slowly kind of reaching the end. Like we still yeah, have a lot of shit, but the, um, this is a really great, like getting that double jump is just like, wow, I can go anywhere and probably make it work. Uh, and that feels great. Yes. Um, and we have a little bit of a goal here. So back in the resting place, you know, we have those, the statues of those three dreamers, those masks also correspond to what we saw outside of the temple of the egg. Um, and so we have to use the dream nail to go find these dreamers and, you know, defeat them in their, in their dreams to break these seals. Right. Yes. And and subversively, like you think this is going to be like, hey, it's Dark Souls. Here are the big three lords are going to make a huge hard boss fights. <laughs> Not the case. No. Um, a lot of them have like there are some of them have you know bosses guarding them, but they all pretty much give up. They are kind of pathetic figures in like, you know, they want you to win. Soul. Yeah, they want you to win, and and that's a great subversion. Um, they show up on your map too. I think Cole mentioned that, but it gives you an actual mm-hmm. way to go. Yeah. Um, so now we can go uh, to these kind of new areas uh, on the right portion of the map, including the King Station, um, as we kind of revisit the City of Tears. Yes. Um, yeah. And check out these little sub areas. Yeah. And we're headed to this sub area, the Watcher's Spire, um, which is not, not, I mean, nothing too special about this. It is just compact and full of some of the tougher enemies from the City of Tears biome. 
Yeah. I think this is the that. last area I actually went to. Hmm. I wonder if that changed your experience because I, I found uh, these bosses really hard. Hmm. Um, and probably because I came here pretty early on in like my ability to come here. I um, may so have one shot them, but I was like fully upgraded. Uh, you know, specifically so the like, Watcher Knights. Like the Collector yeah, is not so yeah. bad. And I didn't come to the Collector until later, but the Watcher Knights I fought very early on. I was like, this sucks. I, I got very <laughs> mad at this fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like I was probably like, you know, you could get here before like, you know, with only like one nail upgrade and I had, you know, all four probably. So it yeah, is, that would, yeah, that would make a difference. big difference. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but these um, Watcher Knights, uh, they revive from these spirits and the chandeliers. You can take one of them out. Um, by finding a secret area and knocking the chandelier down before you go in. Um, but it just reduces one. I think you have to defeat five total. There's seven. Seven. There we go. Yeah. Um, and you, get, you can get rid of one. And they, they don't, uh, you don't fight them one at a time. The first one kind of, well, you know, they'll wait to spawn yeah, the, in. But it's a little bit like four kings. The first one changes you. Yeah. 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 It's like two kings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the two kings fight. And the, the moves are not that complicated. It's just, it's hard to fight multiple versions of anything. Yeah. In this game. And it's not quite as elegant as the Mantis Lords, I think. No, um, their their move set are like they're a little less like uh, like more arcs and parabolas and stuff. Yeah, and less... they're, they're like way out well, of sync. They're a yeah. little more they're constantly in the field, whereas the Mantis Lords are sort of like disappearing in and out all the time. Yeah. So yeah. these guys, they're always taking up space, limiting your movement. Yes. Yeah. Like a lot of the field becomes hurt box <laughs> uh, with these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you have to defeat seven of them. So like, it feels like it just keeps on coming. Yeah. The hits keep coming <laughs> and they keep coming. And these guys are guarding, uh, this, uh, this, this all-star named Lori and the watcher, um, who is, uh, the, you know, one of these, these dreamer dreamers, you know, um, and is, uh, this person who is bound to watch the city for the King. Right. On this kind of overlord of the city who, again, like you don't have to fight mm-hmm. Lori and it's just, that's it. No. So you use Lorian. the dream nail to, you know, to go inside. You know, and then you just have to take her out. Like she surrenders her life to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I found this like uh, even playing this through twice. I always found this weird where you go into their dream with the dream nail, and then you have to just beat the crap out of them with the regular nail. <laughs> yeah, even though they're just standing there, and I'm just like, and I mean, and I, once I, you do I, that, you don't use the dream nail. You have to absorb. You have to absorb, uh, do the healing thing. Yeah, use yeah. the healing thing, which yeah, that always throws me. <laughs> and it's it like threw I me always, every time too. I'm always sitting there and then like the, you know, it's waiting for you to do it. And then the prompt comes up telling you to do it. Yeah. And it's like, why would I, I never, you never use the healing for anything like absorbing anywhere, but side these three instances. Right. So it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Like there, there's something about your soul, the focusing and the abyss and also, you know, absorbing this energy, like <laughs> the, like you come from the abyss. Now that that is something that is revealed later. So like, maybe that is, you know what they're what they're trying to get across here but who knows it's very it the just feels so weird actually... because holding in the button always expends magic so it feels like it's different from sucking in yeah you know yeah. magic yeah well and it's uh the fact that there's a tutorial message there where there's not usually mm-hmm. means like we're not the only people who had that problem like yeah you know they, they allowed for that so they would just tell you what to do mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. yeah uh, there's um, an, there's another sub area here in the city of tears called the tower of love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I love this. This is where um, I think that this is where the, the singer is. Is that correct? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. no, no, that's confused? a, Oh wait, no, the, this is no, the, uh, tower of loves where the collector is. Yeah. Oh, okay. The gotcha. Boss. Gotcha. Uh, the singer is, and what's the name of that place? It's something like that. It's, it's, it's very all of similarly this named. 
Yeah, it's off the City of Tears. That's I wasn't a great sure if it touch. was named, but yeah. Um, yeah. Is that elsewhere in the notes? Can I talk about that real quick? It, go ahead and talk not. about it. It's not. Yeah. Just, I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. It's, it's very minor. Um, but there's there's a character you run into is who is sane, uh, this kind of or this, this not sane who's a ghost rather, um, who's in this like club. Like there's this little entertainment place and she's singing this song and like it haunts you as you're getting closer to it. It gets louder and louder as you get close to it and you can't talk to her. There's nothing you can do. It just provides an alternate soundtrack for this area in the game. Hmm. And that was the one time I felt bad about killing a ghost because oh. I was like, oh, no, you could totally talk to her. Oh, like she wouldn't. I couldn't get the talk prompt to pop out. Oh, but um, yeah, she uh, well, no, with ghost, you had to hit him with the dream nail. There way no, you have to. You don't have no, to have no, the dream nail because that absorbs him with the dream nail that kills him. Yeah, um, that's what I did. No, but I so. know you can definitely talk to her because she talks about how nice it is having an audience again. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, and, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't get yeah, that. Yeah, she invites you to stay and listen, and which I did for a while. Oh, yeah. That's it's. It's. I think that it might be you have to be in a certain space. I know that like um, the merchants in the game, if you get a certain like distance from them, that's when you trigger their their inventory. You know their their sales interface, and if you get another kind of certain distance from them, that's how you get just talk options. Well, it's usually if you walk behind the counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if there's a counter, there's not always a counter. Is the thing. Yeah. You know, so it could have been that where I was just wasn't in the right space to trigger it, but I was just trying to read her mind, and the dream nail was still new to me, and ended up murdering her, and then it's just eerily silent in that whole section. It's a really yeah. really great little touch as like just this yeah. kind of irreversible thing. Yeah. I was doing that with my first playthrough where I really thought I needed to like you know get collect everything with the dream nail um mm. yeah that area is called pleasure house which is different oh, from yeah. tower of love yeah one of one of them is a kind of sensual physical love <laughs> the other one is the kind of uh, love you might have for a can of fresca yeah <laughs> um, both of them are names of brothels yep yes yeah they both sound very brothely <laughs> yeah uh the tower of love is where the collector is taken up um uh t- t- taken up a lair um, he is the person who's been going around and getting all these grubs. In fact, he is trying to preserve all of these different uh, species um, by collecting them in jars. And as yeah. you're going through, um, you know, you can actually like free them. And by free them, I mean crack open the jar and then kill them. Yeah, crack yeah, open because a, they're a, enemies. Swarm them. Yeah. You know, it's like the <laughs> um, mosquito things and stuff. Yeah. I love this as as like kind of a play on keeping bugs in jars, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like this, the, the like bug collecting is a thing. Yeah, you know. And this this guy who's doing it in the game, like it's a very just clever take on the theme, or yeah. not theme, but like the you know, the the theming. Yeah, no, you know, notably, the, the this guy isn't a bug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, super I'm really cool. Like I, on what he is at all. He's like an abyss shade. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Mm. I guess so. I mean, the thing is, like, that looks, they also look like a snail just without the, uh, you know, the shell at all. Yeah. Because they also look like abyss creatures. Hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. A snail, also not a bug. <laughs> this I don't is, think a snail is a bug. I suppose. Yeah. But uh, this is, uh, this is kind of like a summoner fight. Like, he will jump around and, you know, he's laughing the whole time. Uh, but he summons other, uh, other bugs in to do the fighting for him. Yeah. They just have a really cool laugh. Where it's like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> it's a real strange um, laugh yeah and yeah. the the uh the treasure you get is really meaningful because it gives you a map that shows you where the rest of the grubs are yes and there are a lot of grubs like it's unlikely you have all the grubs at this point yeah oh uh he he uploads the grubhub app onto your phone <laughs> and you just unlog on to grubhub and see where the grubs are yeah <laughs> 
Um, the next kind of main area you can go to um, is the Deep Nest. And this is an area that, uh, in my reading, frustrated a lot of people just because it is a bit of a uh, bit of a spike in difficulty. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to, you know, save up the money um, to get the Firefly that will light up the way for you. Uh, and this is full of spiders, all of whom are very difficult. Um, now, um, do you think this is a spike in difficulty? I did this section right after the Soul Master. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, well, that's, yeah. Trick. that's You tricky. can get here way too early because the front door is uh, through the Mantis Lords. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the thing is, there are a lot of people, like NPCs you run into, that are telling you, it's like, whoa, this area is way too hard. <laughs> it's like, it's really dangerous we got here. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was when you run to Cloth here, and which immediately got me thinking, it's like, oh, Cloth, you're going to die. No. <laughs> I just know it. Nothing good happens here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the, the most expensive thing you buy is that lantern more or less. And that's the lantern is useful in other areas. Like it'll kind of light up dark areas in general. And there are a couple of like temples and kind of places like that that are explicitly dark. There's a temple in the, uh, the green path, uh, that has, uh, that's, that's dark and full of spikes and you can go fight one of your optional ghost bosses there. Um, so there's other reasons to have the lantern, but this is the lamp. This is where you actually need it though. Um, yeah, yeah because without that lamp, it's like you see like you know, basically a character width around you, which is not nearly enough for anything. No, no. And especially with the fact that you have these, uh, these arachnids who are coming at you fast or also spawning mm-hmm. out of midair. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so like, again, you know, this is a kingdom of bugs. This is a kingdom of insects. Where does the spider fit in with this? Well, they are, you know, a separate civilization, but it's almost like they're werewolves. It's almost like they're, you know, like this, uh, barbarian, um, kind of uh, kind of clan that is hidden deep down below everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah. Um, so you're fighting like a lot of different kinds of spiders. Um, this ambushing is kind of the name of the game here, similar to a green path. Like a lot of spiders pop up, and an NPC will tell you that like things just kind of pop up out of nowhere. Here, um, and you know you fight these little guys that pop up. You fight these uh, the stalking devouts, which are huge masked uh, bugs that are pretty tricky. Um, again, it's like fighting something with a shield. Um, they have a three hit combo that has a larger range than you think. Yeah. yeah. So you can, you can fight them. You can hit them and back off. You just need to back off further than you want. And also they're only vulnerable right before and after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're often in tunnels. You can't really get above them. If you can get above them, you're fine. You can't often do it. Um, this is the opposite of those big nights where like figuring out how to fight these guys. It still wasn't fun. Like it was still boring. As opposed to the big nights where I end up having fun, even though it took a while. Like these guys, I don't think work yeah. that well. Yeah. Um, they yeah. have one of my favorite enemies in here, which are like um, there's guys that look like the sort of like regular scrub bugs you were fighting, like you know, in Crossroads, you know, the first section. Except that when you kill them, they wait a second and then legs spread out their sides and they start walking. <laughs> like a whole another creature is walking around sideways. Yeah. It was yeah. Like a parasite that was moving them. Everything is crawling and teeming down here. It's actually like it is. It is well, played to be scary. Yeah. Spiders crawl across the camera. Yep. As well, like it does. It does some like eternal darkness shit uh, here. You know, it, <laughs> like it is. Uh, edges, it is yeah. so infested. Yeah. yeah. Um. Pretty cool. There's a real like double take thing that can happen while you're down here, where you can see your double uh, in the periphery. <laughs> yep. Here. Like, Wait a minute. What? Why are you running away? Uh, it looks uh, like I, it's exactly like you. I uh, ended up not fighting this. Uh, and the reason being is like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go explore this other area and I'll come back later. Mm-hmm. And then just didn't. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I didn't, I didn't chase him down because I was like, 
hadn't found a bench or something like that. I was like, was not ready for a boss fight. And yeah. that's what I felt like it was going to be. And I read about it later. Um, How so uh, deepness yeah. is a really sparse with benches. Yeah. 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 Um, which is cool. Cause it's a challenge zone. You know, it's kind of what they have instead of having a boss mm-hmm. at the end of it, but this is this optional boss, uh, Nosk. Yeah. Uh, um, you can run to you. Very easy. Very easy boss. Actually. Mm. Um, it just has two attacks. Does them quickly and alternates between them. He's got a charge and a jump. Um, and it's also kind of a smaller arena. Um, um, good. I don't think you explicitly mentioned what Nosk is. Oh yeah. Cause uh, he's kind of, you, kind of like, you a, like track an down ang- the guy who looks just like you. And then his head turns to the side and all the way around and a giant spider comes out the back. Yep. And it's like, That's we thought great. we're antenna is actually the mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's a, you mimic. <laughs> That's real cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he has he has lured you. It's it's like his his specific niche in the ecosystem is he has evolved to look just like these vessels, and he's going to bring every last one down here. Yeah. <laughs> so although from the the corpses that are strung up around his arena, it seems like he's just killing a lot of everything. Uh, yeah, uh, it, he he may be a more of a multi purpose mimic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like that aisle at Home Depot. <laughs> yep. And the um. Yeah. Yeah. That's um. Yeah, I didn't fight him. I watched it online. Yeah. You know, it's a cool, creepy design. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of that. When you head uh, to kind of the the terminus of this, you go into this area that is covered with spider webs and has a very suspicious bench uh, in the middle um, here. <laughs> where, where other oh, hus are encouraging you to sit on it. Yeah, have a seat. And if you yeah. have, smack them with your ghost nail, it says that they're lying. And like, but there's no way to to go forward without going into this trap. Like, it's not like if you're clever, you can avoid this. You have to do it. <laughs> which is kind of a bummer um, and it's sticky and you sit down and then you can't get up. <laughs> um, it's pretty great. It's a good moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but then the spiders come down and wrap you up and you have to escape their labyrinth. It's not an especially hard area from what I remember, but um, it is super creepy. Like you are separated from the rest of the map. Um, I forget what happens if you die. Uh, like there's a bench here yeah. you can get out. And you think, okay, this is going to culminate in a boss. No, this was this was their last defense, was this trap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's really annoying about that area is it's totally crammed with stalking devouts. So yeah. a lot of really long fights to kill them. Yeah. yeah. The, the area acts as a boss fight, more or less. There's a lot of stuff to do here. Uh, but no boss. It's just kind of a pain. Um, yeah, it's, it's really it's sort real. of an attrition fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you get through, uh, until eventually you get to, uh, Hera the beast. Um, and you find out that, uh, Hera the beast made a deal to be kind of one of these seals, you know, um, with the King in order to make, to have a daughter. Yeah. Uh, and spoiler, uh, the daughter's Hornet. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, so that is why Hornet has these kind of spider aspects yeah. as this like silken web and stuff like that. Well, uh, cause you, Hera is a spider monster. If you go back there afterwards, not that you'd have a reason to, you find, the hornet at the the site of her mother's corpse and is mourning her. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, it sort of like led you in that story. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's there's also um, a midwife you can find um, in a hidden area who will, uh, you know, sort of like hint at hornet's uh, origin, but um, she gets too hungry and attacks you mid story. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. The, um, yeah, I definitely, I found her too and, and didn't really know exactly what was, you know, up with her at that point. Like I knew who Hornet was. I kind of got it, but I hadn't put all the pieces together. But I fought the, uh, fought the midwife. Right. Um, sounds like, like an NBC show. <laughs> fight the midwife. <laughs> uh, 
the uh, there's a really cool one of my favorite touches in this game is this kind of sub area here, which is the failed tramway. Yeah. Um, which like one, I love what that says about the world, you know, like them trying to bring infrastructure here and not being able to. <laughs> um, also, as a general concept, oh. I, I love I love dead subway stations. Yeah. It's like, oh, trains don't go there anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, also it's the zone. stupidest place in the world to build a tramway. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Monster City. Let's make mass transit to Monster Town. Mass, mass, mass transit to Monster Town sounds really cool to me. I, yeah. That, that's my, my signature wrestling move. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, a, that's a mod for City Skylines that I'd be way down <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to go to Monster Town yourself. Think about it. I want to send yeah. people to Monster Town. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. What if you want to put somebody on the first bus to, to Monster Town? And you want to be able to make that threat. Like, hey, there's just going to be uh, two hits. Me hitting you, and then you hitting the road to go to Monster Town using this train. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, I mean, I'll work on it. I'll yeah, but I make think that like shorter this, faster. The success of mass transit will depend on people wanting to go to those locations. <laughs> you can't count on a large enough number of people sending people to Monster Town. Yeah. If, if you build it, they <laughs> will come they will. to Monster yeah. Town. If, if you build it, uh, you will send. <laughs> like, if you build it, you will banish. Yeah. But like, yeah, well, it's it's a failed. See, history has proven you right, Nick. Like it is a failed transit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's not like it, they showed it and it worked. Yeah. And, and and that's <laughs> and that's why all of our public money should go toward rehabilitating highways as opposed to putting in effective light rail. Well, also because cars, yeah, are cars all um, over the world. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I like what this says though, because like at one point the kingdom had hopes of kind of integrating with the society of of beasts, right? Either that, or you know, this this was once a place that was taken over by the uh, by the spiders. Like the it says something about the the fact that they even attempted to build this. Yeah, like the, the, the um that the king yeah. even like selected Hera to be one of the dreamers indicates that there was like you know uh, this reaching out for yeah. connection. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it, it's it kind of shows the values of, of the kingdom and kind of the sense of expansion to see its frontier mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, you find this, uh, this tram ticket here, which allows you to do this other kind of limited form of fast travel. Yeah. Um, fast travel is like a hard way to put it. It's just really this train. Yeah. Uh, that can go back and forth between a couple of set points. Yeah. And is, you know, a way into an optional, an optional area that neither Gary nor myself did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's required. It's one of the items that's required for the optional ending yes oh. um kingdom's edge yeah let's which is on the far right side mm-hmm. um again they're showing us new stuff this entire time this area's predominant color is kind of this bright white and ashy gray and it looks like it's uh snowing but actually this is the ash uh that is kind of flaking off of the remains of this you know legendary ancient creature this worm w-y-r-m mm-hmm also, occasionally yeah. it rains corpses. Oh, of course, because you're right below the Colosseum and those corpses, they gots to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, you're in the Colosseum short, uh, corpse shoot, and it's like, it's, I didn't read it as ash. I thought I read that it wasn't ash that was coming off the worm. It was dead skin, mm. like as it rots, you know, because it wasn't burnt, yeah. you know, so it, it's it's like, that's even, that's even more disgusting. <laughs> like, these are just like skin flakes Ooh, God, falling I down, but it, like, like it's yeah just just dander it's all dander all the way down dander and corpse shoot like it's it's a really gross area that's still serenely beautiful yeah and like in a real weird way it's pretty great and crawling with fleas 
Yeah, no, that, that's and that part's less good because uh, <laughs> the fleas I think are pretty like I I get what they're teaching you, mm-hmm. you know, because they're really about so fleas. The way these things work is they do these very short controlled jumps and they relentlessly just move back and forth. Um, so what you have to do is hit them back up, turn around, hit them back up, and you have to do it in this rhythm that's very strict, or they'll overtake you to the left. Uh, too yeah, or they're, they're you, hard. Or you get the non-stagger thing, and you can just keep. Um, well, actually, no. If you get the, uh, there's a charm that lets you knock attack back. faster. Yeah. Yeah. Or the that attack, one. attack faster, or the one that does knock back. Either of them will yeah, do it too. The attack faster, I think, is a mandatory one. Um, and the thing is, actually, before they patched it, it used to be only two notches. Now it's three. Mm. And at two notches, it's a clear no-brainer. He's like, there's no nothing else that makes sense for that slot. Yeah, yeah. I I never found it. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I know about it because I read about them later, but I just didn't didn't find it in the game. It's useful. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure. Like I, 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 didn't, I can I didn't conceptualize what attacking fast is. <laughs> yeah, but... I'm so, I didn't mean to patronize. <laughs> I didn't mean to patronize <laughs> you. I guess what I meant to say was I used it a lot. However, it was kind of outstripped. Those the, the those slots I ended up using more for uh, for reach extension. The Mantis reach, reach Extender was my primary combat yeah. like thing. Um, I use that a lot. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so there's those little fleas that do that, and then there are giant versions of them as well. Uh, they're just kind of harder versions. And these things attack in groups. Those guys like, are a real nightmare to fight. Yeah, yeah th- those things suck. I can never they, get the rhythm. They're only in the air for a short amount of time, so it's very hard to go under them, mm-hmm. like even dash under them. And like they will be staggered. Like You'll fight several of them, and they'll overlap with each other. Like these things are really tricky and not that interestingly designed. Like I don't really like this monster. No. Yeah, really the so. best way to fight those guys is always just get them on the other side of like, you know, some wall where there's a narrow gap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the way that I did it. Was just wait for yeah. them to come to me. Really cheese them off. Yeah. 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 Um there's a funny NPC here, uh Bardoon, who is this gigantic worm, like not Y worm, regular worm, seemingly. Um, who you kind of like scale up the side of. <laughs> Also, um, like and a, the, what you meet before right. him is his butt because yep. he's like there's just a big yeah. worm butt sticking out of a ceiling and you can yeah. smack it and there's like <laughs> yeah you just tickle his butthole a bunch and then he just like and then you come up when you see him and he's just like that wasn't entirely unpleasant like just like whoa whoa but <laughs> like like that's your business yeah, yeah what 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 do you want from me <laughs> well i mean you were smacking it cole <laughs> yeah i, I didn't I know what it was and it, yeah, I had to, you know, it had to smack it. It's a video game. I only yeah. have so many things I can do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he will give you some of the history of this area, talking about how the, how the king slayed the worm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think he's the one that lets you know that the, you know, the worm is, is, is rotting and that's what we're, we're dealing with here. Yeah. 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 Um, there's also another, uh, uh, nail master here who teaches you the dash slash again, very, uh, you know, arguable usefulness for these. Yeah. Situational would be an overstatement, I think. Yeah. Even. Um, so also, like what the... personality has, he's like, a gre- he's the guy who like says like, oh, there's, I have to teach you the skill because of my master, but I don't have to do it for free. Yeah. yeah. You know, he wants yeah. money. Mm-hmm. It's the greedy yeah. one. Yeah. The, um, at this point you have nothing to spend money on, so you may as well yep. yeah. uh, give it to him. Um, on your way towards the uh, the worm's corpse, which is where we're ultimately heading, um, there's a really useful hidden bench yep. up in the ceiling. That's like this little dome, this kind of like little uh, settlement outside where it's ashing, it's, it's you know, like skin a, flaking. It's like a tent. It's like a tent. Uh, yeah. Like a, like put up against the snow. Like a yeah, it looks like a, a camp for 
Yeah, like guys on an expedition or, you know, climbing a mountain or something. Like the, like the thing is going to take place here. Like it, it's very cool yeah. and very useful because this is, for my money, um, the hardest boss fight that I fought. Yes. Yeah, it, was, it was very close thing in the game, but I obviously didn't fight the actual end boss, which looks like a nightmare. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is the hardest is. boss I fought. <laughs> yeah, I, it looks, I mean, the first phase, I watched the first phase. I was like, I could do this. And then I was like, oh, there's there's five phases. Um, <laughs> the uh, But this is the second Hornet fight. And this is incredibly hard. Yes. Um, it's based on, it's not, doesn't feel unfair because it's based on the other Hornet fight. Like mm-hmm. it, the moves are the, so she adds new moves, but they're logical extensions for the most part. Yeah. yeah. The only move I really um, noticed that was new was the, um, the sort of area denial where she leaves the spikes in the air. Yeah. 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 The traps. There might be a few others, but that's yeah. the really notable one. She'll also get back on her heels and set up for a parry. So you need to know when not to attack her when she is like, uh, baiting you into it. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you attack her, the way parries work in this game, it doesn't stun you. So if you can get out of the way quick enough, you're fine. Yeah. It's just like a fast counterattack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like basically it, just see a quick uh, flash of light. And it's like, you know, you need to do move out or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just goes on forever. It does. Yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, at the point where she starts like putting up Briar, it's like, oh, it's, it's like, okay, this is about the halfway point. And it's probably closer to one third. <laughs> um, it just goes on, you know, and if you don't uh, keep up with those Briars, they keep they will, they'll just they're cumulative. Like they'll just keep happening. Mm-hmm. So you have to spend kind of half your time clearing out the arena. So you still have maneuverability and half the time trying to get your hits in. Yeah. And they and, come uh, in like three at a time. Right. So yeah, you know, there's, and, there's a lot of them. The frustrating thing is that is the best time to heal. But if you're healing, you're not getting rid of the briars. Right. Like you're making a choice there. So like, it's just very tricky. Like it's a very hard boss fight. And I know I was underpowered. I know my nail was not quite strong enough, but, um, you know, it just it still like drove me pretty nuts. Yeah, this I w- think there I found that the charge attack really helped because it gives you a really big slash that you can hit her and the briars at the same time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This the, this was the fight where I used the fragile, like the fragile strength or whatever that was, um, and just completely juiced everything else about me to deal as much damage as quickly as possible. Um, because like making this into a battle of attrition. That would have lasted forever. I couldn't outlast her because, you know, she was too quick, too aggressive. And, you know, again, that, um, you know, wacky flailing web attack that she did, you know, just caught me off guard so much um, that I just wanted to end the fight as quickly as possible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, it goes on for a long time if unless you can you know, DPS her very well. Yeah. Uh, it's still a fun fight, though. And uh so after way after uh, the fight, she kind of leaves and you can continue through to the cast off shell of the worm, like the actual corpse of the worm. Mm-hmm. Inside, you find an important item, the king's brand, uh, which makes you the king. And you get this message like, you know, you are now recognized as the king. Yes. Um, the shell starts collapsing, but uh, Hornet gets you out with yeah. her, her Spider-Man grappling hook. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, um, now, to just a little side note, that bit is actually what inspired me to start making um hollow knight comics because mm. i had a joke about how a hornet's totally into you after that because <laughs> like, i mean you know she's really you know attacking you all the time there but then it's like oh you saved my life you dig me yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean she's like so she's been testing you and like now she has got a sense that you have the metal to actually follow through on this and there's a point later on where she explicitly says, like, hey, you know, I'm going to let you do this. I hope you take the hard path and not the easy. Yeah. The, uh, she, she looks at you and she says, is it metal? And, uh, <laughs> and says, yes. Um, 
so another I so there's optional areas we're going to kind of do our roundup on our way to the end. Like we could we could do a beeline to the end if we wanted to now. Yeah. Um, the Coliseum of Fools, which is our optional kind of battle zone uh, here, that's right above Kingdom's Edge. Um, it's three long wave based fights that I actually really love. Yeah. Um, I think these these fights are really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they mix platforming and combat in a really fascinating, like, cool way. Well, they're like uh, moral the, test chambers because the like they'll reconfigure to like best yeah. suit the uh, best suit the enemies you're fighting. Yeah, it's and they're unique enemies to it because they're unique enemies. This would have been so easy for them just to do remix stuff, but there are like these these new uh, like the bulky guys that you're into first are new and unique to this area as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah they still have a lot of gladiator like guys that are unique there. That's so good. Yeah. And there's so there's all this flavor. So like uh, uh Ciro or whatever, uh Tiro. Tiso. The uh the, the Tiso, the shield guy, he showed up here and he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um your uh angry boy. Yeah, his, his corpse you find outside later. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um he's here at first, he's like polishing his shield, and you find out he died doing it. Um Zoda's here and he uh earlier we could he was captured by something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we skipped over that, but if you he was if wrapped you, up by a spider in deep nest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, he shows up here and he is also in, in rough, uh, he show or no, he's you don't run into him until you fight him. Right. Right. He's the, he's yeah. the boss of the first, uh, of, of the first kind of round. Yeah. Um, well, actually he's in a cage when you, for, if you first go to where the bench is there, yeah. uh, you'll okay. find him in a cage. And you know, once again, if you talk to him, he's like, uh, I don't need your help. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm going to be here. I mean, it's bullshit, but that's out for you. Yeah. So, so you get to the end of this first wave, um, and he comes out like, okay, well, I've got to fight this guy. I wonder if he's no, he's not as tough as he says. In fact, if yeah. you decide, like, you know, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to let the little guy get a hit in. He can't even damage you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, you can like totally juggle him, which I don't. It's like no one else can you just hit that much. Yeah. Pretty pretty cute. So it's like you have this like little real fun personality point, you know, moments. Um, but you also like I think the fights are here are really good. Yeah. Um, and you get meaningful upgrades for the first two. Yeah. And um, like, you get tons of money. And the the whole this the fool that the Calisium of Fools is King Fool, mm-hmm. who is a corpse that watches over this whole thing surrounded by <laughs> other bugs watching. And it's such a good image. Yeah, and they, they like, cheer everything. Like, you know, they you can see like they sometimes they, you know, stop for a while and they're like, you know, when there's lulls in the action, but then like if you do something big, it's like yeah, yeah, it's great. It's, it's like, really it's, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's I actually, very good. Like, when, I, when I first got in there, I just started laughing because like there's all these guys and like the clearly they're all around a corpse on a throne, <laughs> and it's like no one cares. They're just having a good time. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I really love it. There's three rounds. I mean, you get those meaningful upgrades. I think one of them is a crest. One of them is a slot. Mm-hmm. Or no, one of maybe the first uh, one's pale, pale, or. Yeah, pale or, yeah, yeah, pale or then a slot, and then the last one you just get money, yeah, uh, for and like an achievo. Yeah, um, yeah th- the last one's called the trial of the fool, so I think it's kind of saying it's like there's this is extremely pointless to do this one. It's just <laughs> for being badass. Yeah, it's just to fight yeah. to fight a new boss. Yeah, who is is pretty over- underwhelming. Yeah, um, even though he's called the God Tamer, which <laughs> is I like because I hadn't found Tiso's course at this point, so I was positive I was going to fight Tiso. Yeah, but mm. that loser just got killed like a scrub. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So very cool. Um, I never found the the hive in this. I had to look this up online because this is a very hidden area. Yeah, it's also very small. Um, well, you can see chunks of the hive from Kingdom's Edge if you come in by the tram. You yeah. can. Uh, uh, get to like spots where you're able to just like just dip inside and it's 
a beehive full of like you know honeycomb structures and honey and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew it was there, but it, the way you actually get in is through a hidden wall that's over it spikes. It is very no. difficult to find. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, getting Cornifer's map really helps you figure some of it out because mm-hmm. you just have to. You know, he is mapped inside the hive somehow without breaking the wall to open it. Um, mm. And that will give you some clue of like, well, it has to be in, you know, one of these offshoots that comes out to yeah. the uh, connects to the rest of the map. Um, it's uh, pretty cool. There's like uh, four unique enemy types in there. Um, they got like some grubs that are actually they are like have a beehive built around them mm-hmm. and they just kind of squish around until you kill them and the bees come out. <laughs> um, and they have these special charging bees that do like a, a ramming attack that you need, um, that can destroy walls and that'll get you, um, into certain, uh, areas like, you know, you need to pick up special stuff. Um, mm. there's like a, a mass shard in there. Yeah. And, um, ultimately at the end, there's like a queen who basically just tells you it's like, um, it's really weird. Cause like in the background, there's this like huge, uh, like yeah, bee queen, but then like uh, her ghost is standing right in front of it. And it's just you, you sized, <laughs> um, and she's basically like, "Yeah, I'm a queen, but not of the country you're thinking of. So you don't really need to concern yourself with this shit." Yeah, uh, run like, along. They, they had nothing yeah. to do with Hallow Nest. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah. Then there's like just a charm you can pick up there uh, called Hive Blood that it recharges your health, um, but it takes a real long time to do it, mm-hmm. and it only recharges the last hit you took. Yeah. Yeah, yep. and, and um, which, that, it, which seems like could be useful, but I just was okay without it too. Yeah. It's it's the uh, actually the really the only prize you get from this. Yeah, people swear by it for the White Palace. Yeah, okay, because uh, yeah. you know that is where you're taking a lot of hits between stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's progress the story by going to the abyss because this is a really momentous area. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So this only opens up once you have the King's Brand. Um, it's this, uh, this large pit you can kind of fall down, uh, to get up, you have to do the, your kind of like end of Metroid platforming back up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this whole place is occupied by shades, uh, which are what you have, you know, chased after, after you've the, the way you pronounce that made it sound like it was shades with a Z. <laughs> like just something about how you just said that. I was just like, oh, yeah, like yep, it's populated. Cool it's, thing. it's mostly kiosks uh, filled with yeah. sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Shades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm very tired. We've and been then you put them on when time. you win an argument. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. Um, but you're fighting, um, you know, spirits that resemble what you go after to get your geo. Um, mm-hmm. And they attack for huge damage down here. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so you need to, uh, there's like this, this dark sea that's down here. You need to activate a lighthouse or yeah, um, they let you go to up and attack you as you. Fly yeah. Over. Yeah. Um, so you have to scare away that thing and then this uh, get you this dark fountain um, where you get kind of like your most uh, meaningful upgrade here um, mm-hmm. other than just kind of story progress, which is the shade cloak. Which gives you uh, lets you dash through abyss walls and gives you iframes. Yeah, um, abyss walls where there's not that many of them actually, um, but they've blocked off a couple of pieces of progress we've seen so far. These these kind of like pulsating walls of black energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. I, I love the set piece where you where, where you get this, um, which is like it's a big statue that's holding an overflowing fountain that is mm-hmm. full of this abyss energy, and by like by you know standing in that, like you suffuse yourself with this darkness. It looks kind of Geiger esque. Yeah. Mm. Really got an aliens vibe out of it. 
Yeah, and like you, now you understand like all of those weird little uh, xenomorph statues that refill your soul. Well, yep, <laughs> they're they're associated with this. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's something to be like you know for the Souls player like you are a creature of the abyss in this. The abyss is not bad. No, no, it's like, I mean, like the abyss is just an unformed potential. Yes, like orange things are bad. Right, black things are good. In in this game, mm-hmm. um, on your way back up, you're under Hornet again. And this is uh, where you get like your backstory, your character backstory. Yeah. Um, what that you are a vessel and what exactly a vessel is. Yeah. So the king, um, knowing that this plague was going to take everything out, um, you know, and knowing that most of the other efforts to seal it away, you know, like we saw in the soul sanctum um, would, would fail, kind of came up with this um, came up with this scheme to, you know, create shades and harness the power of the, of the abyss to create these vessels to venture in, um, to the source of this, uh, of, of this infection, uh, in the temple of the egg and kind of harness itself there to act as a bulwark against it, to kind of contain within its own dreams, you know, this, uh, this corrupting force. And the reason that didn't work was because the seal is incomplete. Um, and the other vessel that was up there before you, what has become and morphed into the hollow night, um, you know, is cracking and, you know, the other seals that were put up by these dreamers, you know, those are only really a way to keep people out (laughs) more than anything. And so your quest is to, you know, get in there and try and set the seal up again. Or so you think. Yes. Yeah. Frankly, the, the dreamers really seems like a bad idea because it just prevents needed maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, more or less. Yeah. So it's um, it's cool on a symbolic level. If you think about it too hard, it'll fall apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's also just not, you know, it's it's the way if you unfocus your eyes and kind of experience the the story without really trying to get a, a direct meeting and everything out of it, it's it's better in general. Yeah. I think. <laughs> you know, the more the more you think about it, the kind of like it doesn't fall apart totally, but it's less cool and less original yeah. than initially seems. Yeah. But just you know. it's just it's told in a cool way, so it feels cool. <laughs> right. Yes. But you know, yeah. t- tell tell yeah. me tell me where you've heard this one before where there is a corrupting force um that is you know, um, that they attempt to do a bunch of uh, rituals to hold back. And that ultimately somebody has to sacrifice themselves in order to, you know, be the thing that keeps it, um, that keeps right. it in place. Yeah. The, the weird thing about the story is that like, that I think the most interesting thing that they don't capitalize on is that the corrupting force, like its origins, the idea mm-hmm. of like, I mean, you know, talking about end game stuff, but we're just going to talk about it because there's no spoilers in this. Um, like the radiance, this, this thing that uh, is this old force that's driving everybody mad is what bugs actually are. Mm-hmm. So like the, the aberration in this game is the sentience that we're experiencing. Yes. And they don't do a lot with that. No, you no. know, like they're not presented as two states that are like it, that is the natural state, which again is kind of a dark souls thing. Like, you know, the dark is the natural state in souls, but they don't really, it's not, it's set up as kind of more villainous as opposed to two options on the menu, you know? Right. Like it's always set up as this corrupting evil thing as opposed to just kind of like, well, you know, bugs actually don't have personalities and they can't talk, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like the, the, um, the king, you know, he like he got a touch of that. Like he was the first one who had sentience. And by defeating the worm, he was able to harness that and bring it to everybody else. Yeah. And so he was as much <laughs> part of this as anybody. So like, you know, his role in this is almost one of atonement as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's being like, you know, early on, they do refer to Hellenist like the only city in the world. Mm hmm. 
I mean, mm. so, I mean, like, it's, like, just a really quick line right in the yeah. early parts. Based on what we saw outside. Like, so, everything yeah, it around is it just, is just this huge desert. Yeah. It yeah. is, it's so, I mean, not, it's a, there's, there's nothing to this. There's nothing that supports it. Mm-hmm. My headcanon likes it much more if this is actually just happening underneath, like, Dark Souls or underneath our world. <laughs> like, it's not the only city in the world. This is just bugs. It's just underfoot. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, think I love it's that it's the idea. only city in the world, and that's the only place where bugs are intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, so, you know. Yeah. It's the only place where dogs can look up. the worm. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only place where dogs can look up. <laughs> it, it is. It's very just weird that it's not considered, like, there's not, like, a stink to the sentient thing. It's not considered aberrant mm-hmm. uh, in a way that I would think, like, you know, is the most interesting thing about this, like, the, well, I mean, the story. Really, it's like, sentience is pretty great. I'm enjoying <laughs> it right now. Well, like, for sure. I don't see much like, of a downside. So, I, I don't want bugs to be sentient at all. <laughs> Nick, like, well, I don't want bugs to be sentient, but I bet bugs would like to be sentient. Yeah, that, that's probably true. I don't, but I don't care about what bugs want. Yeah. I, it's just, uh, you know, it's the, um, like, that is true. Like, I guess that's true. I, I do not care about the right to self-govern. Um, let's, let's just, let's just pull for Mandy Daly here and say, uh, um, life in some ways, it's all that we have, but is it really that great? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's just kind of a weird thing because it's like the, the other thing. I mean, I'm sorry to belabor this, but like there's elements of bugs lack of sentience. That is the reason why bugs work, right? Like they have a very structure, like structured, formalized society that doesn't uh, doesn't jive with individualism. Yeah. And that would have to me, even dealing with that a little bit, like having that be mentioned would have done a little bit more with the theme. Like yeah. as is the fact that their bugs comes up in a couple cool, clever ways but then the story is just Dark Souls mapped onto them. Yeah, you know, like you know, I almost wish that the the radiance had not been associated with like a hive mind, you know, lack of sentience. I wish it was just evil corruption. Yeah, and it wasn't a thing that mapped onto regular bugs, so it didn't have that, like, not like that kind of potential onto it. Yeah, you know, for being actually about bugs as opposed to just being a a story that could have been told with humans more or less, you know, and was. In Dark Souls, you know, yeah, they have a they have a formalized society or a formic society. Yeah, pick your pick. Yeah, I mean that's just my preference. It doesn't ruin it or anything. Yeah. Like it's still told in a very cool way, and I still enjoy the story beats. Yeah. Um, the other area you can go to, and you you probably spend a bunch of time here. Yeah. Beforehand, Fog Canyon, but th- this is where the last dreamer is that we're going to deal with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, you, to get to everything, you need the uh, the King's Brand and the Abyss Powers. You don't need the Abyss Powers to get to this last Dreamer. Right. Um, but that this is you're going to find it. This is probably the first Abyss Wall I ran into. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and you just have to dash through it. Yeah. Um, weirdly, this is full of jellyfish, <laughs> like sky jellyfish, which are not bugs. <laughs> they just ran out of bugs. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I really don't know what these things are doing here. Yeah. It looks cool. Like, I, I love me a jellyfish, but. Yeah. 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 And they got those neat ones that when you smack them, their brain flies out and then comes back at you and explodes. Yep. Yeah, those things. That's yeah. a uh, fun enemy. For a loop. Yeah. For that some was where I mostly. I could... That's where I mostly use the uh, the projectile attack. I mean, uh, yeah. That, that rams the thing into a wall and then immediately detonates it. I did the same thing and before I figured it out, I had no idea what was hitting me because it happened so quick. <laughs> like I would just like yeah. fight one of these things, like fight these things and I would just blow up for two damage. I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, and died, you know, once or twice at least, which is, you know, doesn't speak well of me. It was, you know, being a little slow that day, but like, you know, kept dying to this thing without really realizing what was happening. 
After oh. doing it twice, I got really good about dodging the follow-up attack. Mm. Um, what's really great is if you can get the overhead attack, you can a lot of times knock them right into acid, and that kills yeah. them before oh, they yeah. come back at you. Yeah. There was a spot where actually before I got the, I got there before the double jump, and I was trying to get up this area that was way too high, um, and I was trying to like time it so I could just get on top of one of these guys, do the down slash, and hit them. And mm. uh, they don't respawn every time, so it was very difficult. Um, mm. Don't think I ever made it. Yeah. Um, this is a cool area as far as like, so it's all about this area denial. Um, you know, the jellyfish, which you're kind of disincentivized from attacking because of that, that counterattack. And then, uh, these like areas of lightning bugs that create actual lightning. Yeah. Um, these little things. So, uh, it's tricky platforming and stuff, including like sequences. I really love of these bugs that walk across the water that you have <laughs> to kind of down slash your way yeah. onto their backs. And these are really fun, challenging platforming things. I think. Yeah. I'm way into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the center of this is where we're headed. You know, it's marked on our map. It's the teacher's archives. Um, and Monomon is the dreamer who was kind of doing some more um, science, not messing around with soul arts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, to try and uh, counteract this this curse, right? Counteract the infection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Monomon doesn't fight you, but is protected by uh, Umu. Um, who is the boss fight you have to fight here? And this is where you team up with, uh, yeah, come on guys. Um, you, 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 fuck you. Um, yeah. And then, uh, but you get uh, teamed up with Quirrell. Quirrell helps you with this fight because, uh, uh, Umu, um, is only vulnerable after Quirrell dashes into it. Yeah. Yeah. It turns Uh, out Quirrell's totally a ninja. Oh yeah. 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 And this, uh, Umu is more or less like a Metroid. Yes. Like it kind of looks like a, like a, a you know, floating kind of Metroid character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, it feels really great to have this change of pace where, you know, it's not a hard boss fight, but you know, you're stomping it with your friend, you know, and waiting, you know, just waiting for him to get in, into position to open, you know, create an opening for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing I think it's really missing is that you guys should really fist bump afterwards. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be really great. Yeah. Um, but what I what I like about this is, you know, so Quirrell, um, we learn a little bit more like he's he's lost his memories, you know, because of this progressing madness. But he had a role in helping seal Monomon away. Um, and he's actually an old guy. <laughs> like, so in spite of his advanced age, he is here kicking ass with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Pretty he's cool. apparently been wearing Monomon's mask as a hat. Mm hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. It like, leaves it there when you slay him. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, this is the final seal. Yeah. Um, uh, she she isn't like laying on a plinth. She has actually sealed herself away inside of a tank, as you do. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's in a jar. <laughs> it's all jars. Yeah. Um, so there are a couple of optional areas that we can go to that don't add up to an awful lot. I think the Queen's Gardens is really cool. The Howling Cliffs is just another excuse to do an obstacle course. Yeah. It's outside and get some more essence if you're doing that optional ending. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're fine. Um, there, there are some boss fights there too, but again, we're not catching everything. Like there's some night fights and stuff we didn't mention. Night fights are essentially you run to a ghost. Uh, if you hit it with the nail or if you say yes to it to its prompt, Mm -hmm. it becomes a, a boss fight. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, some and of them are cool. Some of them are less cool. 
they mostly consist of the ghosts floating around and projectiles appearing in a certain pattern. Yeah, yeah. Lots of pinwheel kind of, you know, caster <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. you get, you get kind of the feeling that like, okay, these were maybe made for backers or something. It's like they're really knocking them out a lot faster. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and the game has like 30 bosses, so you can't really blame them for a few of them being a little more phoned in. Well, for sure. Like, yeah, for sure. Like the, the, it just, I wish that I kind of wish there were just fewer bosses. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, I, you know, some of the phone went in, like most of them are great. Like, I think that most yeah. of the boss fights, even the ones I kind of complained about are actually very well, good. Even these ghost guys, I still had fun with, Oh yeah. but I mean, you could just, you could see it's not as much going on there. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the one that comes to mind, I fought a couple of them. The one that comes to mind is the one that's in the spike temple in the green path, uh, that just kind of floats around a platform oh, yeah, area. Like no and, eyes. Yeah, yeah. No eyes. And it just pretty sings much, and shoots. It just summons a lot of like Medusas from Castlevania. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, thank God this is the only place that they deal with these sort of things. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, you know, so many other games like, you know, Castlevania have those all over the place. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm just it, glad it, they're just this one boss fight. It's just frustrating because there's uh she only just really had the one move, you know, and yeah. then, and to teleport around and then she just got faster and did more of them. And I was like, this is, this is bereft of imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of from a design standpoint. Um, but these optional areas you do have to go to if you want to get the true ending, um, which me and Cole didn't do. Nick did. Um, specifically going to the Queen's Gardens to find the White Lady. Um, yes. It gives you one half of the King Soul, uh, which is one half of the item you need for the true ending. Yeah. And also on the way there, you fight the Traitor Lord. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. When you do that, uh, Cloth shows up to help you out. And the other thing was like, you know, Cloth is an NPC who's a, uh, you first meet her and she's talking about how she's looking for really tough enemies. And, um, a, uh, eventually like she ends up like in deepness and she's like really just terrified of everything she's seeing there. But then later it's like, Oh, you know, seeing how, you know, tough you are, little guy gave me confidence. Mm. And, um, uh, yeah, but then like, you know, fighting the traitor Lord, she, uh, the traitor Lord impales her and then she delivers the final blow, clubbing it to death. And the, and, the traitor uh, Lord is the fourth, uh, mantis Lord. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she gives this story. Apparently there's like, um, if you do things in a different order, you can actually stop her from getting killed. Um, but then she'll reveal like, um, uh, apparently you can talk to her in the, uh, the basin, but if you skip that, then you can fight the trailer without her showing up. And then if you go to the basin, she'll tell you how she's actually seeking all these challenging fights because she wants to die in combat. Mm. Cause there's so this, uh, shades character- of Sigmeyer. Yeah, there's a character named Nola who apparently uh, she's trying to reunite with who uh, died in combat. Mm. Um, and you can well, you can talk to her ghost after she dies and she's like really proud of what she did. She's yeah. like, you know, I'm just going to like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with Nola pretty soon. But right now I'm just basking in the glory of it. Yeah, yeah. it's a good cool. character. It's very sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we totally she's get into the end game. one of my faves. <laughs> yeah, she's she's very cute, too. Like she's like I like the uh, the, the cute <laughs> version of uh, uh, Manny or Mildred. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Before we totally get into the ending, too, because um, we alluded to it earlier, uh, you can find a hidden um, area where all the stag beetles are from. Mm-hmm. Um, where, because whenever you run into the stag beetle, um, it's, it says the last stag beetle is his title. Yeah. Um, you go to this area where they're from, and you can find an egg that recently hatched, and then he becomes the old stag beetle. <laughs> so there's this little, like, just like very, like, great, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, uncertain note of hope. 
yeah. you know, maybe there's another one out there. Like he's maybe not the last of his species. It's yeah. very sweet and it never really <laughs> actually like spells it out. No, it, I, <laughs> I, I'm very happy that it stays so understated. I missed it completely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well also if we're just going to do a character roundup, uh, one of my favorite characters we missed in the fungal waste, um, Bretta, she's, um, below the mantis village there's a spot you can get to but you need uh, a lot of like i think you need wall jumps and the air dash to get there um there's a single bug who has like uh an orange cloud around her head and if you go up to talk to her you know the cloud clears and she basically says that she just thought that everyone forgot her mm-hmm. um and you know she's just um the thing is like uh she shows up in uh deep root was the, i can't remember the name of the first village now but i'm blanking on it uh but Dirt mouth. She shows up in Dirt Mouth, and you can read her diary. And she's well, actually, it's not her diary. She's written like really fl- uh, glowing, uh, fancy language account, like fictionalized accounts of you saving her. Where she's like, she calls herself the maiden, and you're the some sort of prince or something. Um, and uh, you can also like sit next to her in the bench, and she blushes in Dirt mm. Mouth. Uh, she's actually kind of like your fangirl. She ends up like having like, you can see she's made like a hollow Knight plush that is <laughs> sitting on her bed. And at the very end, if you fight Zot in the Coliseum, uh, Zot will permanently be in front of her house talking to her about the story of how he succeeded really greatly. <laughs> and, um, she'll just be going like, Oh, great Prince. And like you, your character was named something else. So she's now into Zot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he goes through yeah. his 46 like truths oh, or yeah. whatever yeah yeah, like, yeah just you, um, loop forever like yeah. if you yeah if you keep uh hitting up zotes uh, for conversations he like has all his rules and like one of my favorite ones is your mother will always betray you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's it's very good like there's tons of like those little characters which like once you get used to the fact that they're there to provide color and they're not going to fulfill a mechanical purpose. Mm-hmm. Like they don't necessarily have a quest. Some of them do have quests aligned with them. Some of them don't. Once you get used to that fact, it becomes very like it's just more charm. Yeah, they are all very charming. So and and we didn't get all of them, and we're we're not going to. You know, no, like there are several no. we didn't miss, and there's several bot like those night fights we missed and stuff. Um, you know, we have like you know four and four hours and twenty minutes to go over all of this. So the uh, you'll mm-hmm. forgive us for that. Um, so what do you uh, what do we actually have to do to do the the true ending? Because I did not did not do this. Okay. Well, after you talk to the white lady, she's going to give you half of a white crest, um, which is one half of a charm you need to beat the game. Uh, then you have to go get 1800 essence for your, um, uh, you know, your dream nail. Um, and that means mostly fighting ghost bosses and you can refight the broken vessel, the soul master and the failed knight. Um, mm-hmm. When you fight those guys, they'll um, they'll actually have a brief message where they talk about where they failed. Because like, um, I really like in the failed night. He's talking about how um, he basically he's unrepentant for stealing the armor and killing the person inside it um, because mm-hmm. he thinks you need strength to protect those close to you. Mm-hmm. But then he's like the uh, kind of lamenting that strength wasn't enough because you know you showed up and killed his friends. I mean that's like where you find his corpse and can you know, use the dream on to fight again. You probably killed his friends when you got there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but, um, once you got that 1800 essence, you can go to the ancient basin where there's a corpse of a white knight that if you hit with the dream nail, you enter his dream. It's the white palace 
which is basically Super Meat Boy. Uh, very difficult platforming, very long. A lot of uh, the palace is full of big spikes and saw blades, as a palace would be. Um, you get to the end of that, you find the corpse of the king, which has not the other half of the white charm. That will give you the king's charm, which is a five-slot charm that will continuously regenerate your soul. Um, you take that into the deepest part of the basin, and you find an egg, um, a black egg, and you sort of go into a dream. Then you have to climb out of the uh, the abyss again, and you see this brief scene where um, it's the king is taking out the original Hollow Knight, who looks a lot like you. He's like a small guy then. Um, and he's, you know, walking it with you, and then basically you fall off the cliff back into the abyss, and you have to climb out of it again, except this time for real, because it's not a dream. Um, and then you can go, then you fight the boss like you would. Mm. So, yeah, long, difficult thing. Yeah, it, it's um, worth anybody who's listening to this to look up video of the White Palace. Um, yeah, even if you're not going to yeah. do it because it's excruciating yeah. looking. Like, uh, yeah, I did it once, and I wanted to do a second hundred percent playthrough, but I got there and it was a wall for me second yeah. time. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah. it looks very annoying, and that's why people want you to have the regeneration uh, charm then, because it's like if you get hit, you want to wait and regenerate because you're just there aren't very many opportunities to get soul. Um, and you're just going I found to another combo that gives you near infinite soul. Um, Cause if you combine, there's um, one that makes spells cost less ones that makes healing do more uh, one that gives you healing whenever one that gives you soul whenever you get damaged. Uh, hmm. If you combo them all, you can get um, you basically you, you heal less often, but you heal two times, you know, uh, two pieces of health at once. Mm. And, uh, it's a little faster, but yeah, the really like, uh, the, the hateful thing about the white palace isn't really the jumping challenges. There's a lot of very precise timing ones where it's just like, you have to walk these number of steps. Then a spike comes out of the ceiling. Then, you know, like they walk another before spikes come out of the floor. Um, it's very difficult to get the spacing right on those. Um, just yeah. really freaking annoying. Cause the jumping stuff you can re- usually get through after, you know, six, seven attempts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. real tricky. So I, I it's hard to recommend. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. The uh, once you've done all that and you have that version, you actually go to that final egg we were talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, in the very beginning uh, up in the infected crossroads, which have changed. I don't think we mentioned that, but like now yeah. there's goop everywhere and there are harder versions of enemies. Yeah. Um, uh, when you get there, it's broken. You can get inside now. Um, there's a bench. Um, uh, Hornet will be waiting outside if you met certain criteria. I think it's like I think it just if you are on track to get to the final game, uh, final mm-hmm. boss. Um, you know, and she's basically like just telling you it's like she says that she can't go in because it's not made for it's made for your kind, not hers. Right. And so she couldn't stay in there, but she'll show up when the time is right. Yeah, which she does mm-hmm. uh, during a fight with the titular knight. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you are a Hollow Knight as well, but this is mm-hmm. the this is the actual yep. other Hollow Knight. Yeah, I just call him Big uh, Hollow, and Little Hollow. <laughs> yeah, Big H. Yeah, but he's uh, been in there and he's been, you know, kind of twisted around, and he's got this infection. Um, and this is kind of a pathetic duel, a little bit like Gwyn or you know, True King Allen or whatever. Um, you know, he is aggressive, but he's kind of equally fighting you and the infection inside of him. 
Yeah. And the, this is not like an ultra hard fight. Nope. Like in comparison to things we've done, this is actually pretty easy, um, which is supposed to be your hint. Like it's not the real fight. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to, oh, that was too easy. Like there's got to be more to it. Um, as it is, it's like it's a pretty fun fight, um, but it gets easier yeah. as it goes instead of harder, uh, which I love. Yeah. Like that's, you know, again, things that Dark Souls 1 understood that, you know, Dark you know, Souls 3 does not. He starts doing the work for you because he starts yeah. stabbing himself. Yeah. To like to get the infection out. Like it's very pathetic. Like it's very, you know. Mm-hmm. He is a figure of sadness, and the music gets sadder and stuff. It's really great. Well, I've like, seen there's really some disagreement moment. on why he's stabbing himself. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because some people the, think it's the infection trying to spread. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, oh. once the vessel shatters, the infection gets out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It depends who you think's in control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, uh, it's, it's very cool. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And the, uh, uh, as, as you eventually have to kill him, if you if you don't have uh, if you haven't done those optional uh, requirements, um, you just kill him, and you get the first kind of uh, sensibly bad ending uh, with uh, with nothing there. You kind of take its place. Yeah. So you, uh, the chain, you get stuck in the, yeah, the egg. The, the 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 chains whip out and hold you in place, and the seal closes up again, and you will suffer a similar fate. Yes, and it it feels very similar to taking Gwyn's place. You know, again, just like in this this kind of mapping, it's not exactly one to one, but mm. it feels very similar. Yeah. Um, if you uh, did all the requirements that you have after you get him down when he's about to die, um, Hornet will pop down, hold him, say "get good," <laughs> which like that's bonkers. Like I watched it online because I didn't do this. I'm like, did you fucking say "get good"? And it I sounds a lot like "get like good" or something. But it's like it's you know it's not clearly English. It's like I yeah. think you know that more that gibberish talk. Yeah, so yeah. It just it just sounded a lot sounded like, like get good to me, which I was yeah, just like, it isn't come so, on, guys. So, um, yeah. The um, hold him, and then uh, if you just kill him at that point, uh, you get the second bad that's, ending. Yeah, that's what I did because I did yeah. not like even though the wheels of light were coming out of the dude's forehead, I did not get the obvious clue. You're supposed to use the dream nail, right? Um, the um, yeah, the second bad that ending is, doesn't really make a lot of sense because you, you know you get basically the exact same ending except that now. Uh, a crest of like Hornet's head shows up on the door and came that she's a, now a dreamer, mm-hmm. but like she's locked in there with you. Yeah. So how could anyone ever open it up? Well, I think that's, that's the the point. I think yeah. that's the sadder version of it. Is that mm-hmm. like nobody with, yeah. with, you know, you won't have her guidance or anything. Yeah. So like the world is true well, and forever. Fucked. Yeah, and nobody can get inside, you know, so, yeah, so you lock inside, the key yeah. in the car. And yeah. so like the, the infection will continue seeping out. Yeah. 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 Well, except maybe not for a while because you're a better vessel, yada, yada. But yeah, yes, like you put it off for a little while, but it is inevitable that it will go to the void. Yeah. You know, not the void, the, the dark, not the dark, the infection, whatever. Um, but it's just, you know, it's inevitable. Like there's no hope. Uh, that second bad ending. The good ending is you use the dream nail on him. You go into his head and you fight uh, the ultimate ultra, you know, hard final, real final boss, uh, the radiance. Yeah. Um, which is this very large, like background kind of floating caster sprite. Um, that is a five phase boss fight. Um, <laughs> Definitely the hardest boss in the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Everything hits for two. It's very bullet heli. Yeah. Um, uh, works in a platforming challenge as you, you know, chase her up. You know, it's like you're chasing Kafka. <laughs> that is really the worst mm. part. Because, like, you basically expect, like, this is getting, like, Metroid, like, oh, I'm going to do the escape now, except there's lasers coming down at you. You don't have time to heal. Basically, one hits you, like, it either kills you outright or it knocks you off a platform. It's, like, it's really hard to come back from. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. it's like it's not. I don't think it'd be that difficult on its own, but the fact you had to go through so much to get there makes it really tough. Yeah, I yeah. would. I, this is not the fight I would want no. uh, from this, and it, I would not want to do all the things it wanted me to do. Like it's a little. It feels a little bit much to get this. Um, yeah. So um, I watched it online. I don't think there's any shame in that if anybody played this and got the regular, you know, kind of shitty ending. If you want to watch this yeah. online, um, mm-hmm. you can kind of see what how it articulates. Yeah. Um, and you get uh, ending three um, when, you know, the infection is defeated. Yeah. Um, however, it took your sacrifice. Uh, Hornet finds your cracked mask. Yeah. Um, additionally, the shade of the original Hollow Knight comes in and creates the opening for you. Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah, actually, there's, like, uh, there's a final like part of the cinematic is like you're blackness is encroaching on the level where radiance is and these you know tentacles are trying to grab at it and eventually they end up holding it still and then the ghost of the other hollow knight ends up like holding open its eye slit um mm. and yeah. you just like you turn all powerful you get all these black tentacles just start coming out and slashing at it you know yeah. constantly looks really awesome yeah um it's yeah. a cool moment yeah for sure um and that's a uh, and that's you know, that's Hollow Knight. There's one little actual weird little hidden ending just to mention for completion's sake. If you keep finding this old mushroom <laughs> in different places, you get yeah. a little like coda with him. But that's just a joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. a joke. <laughs> um, and that's the game, um, which is like I was incredibly happy with. Uh, there are minor nitpicks about it, but there were just the kind of things where it was like, boy, this would uh, to me, this would be a 10 out of 10 if it wasn't for those things. Right. Like it's it's, you know, the. And they're they're making them better. They're mm-hmm. addressing one of the major ones with that fast travel thing. Hopefully, yeah. Um, I don't know exactly how that'll articulate. Well, um, fast travel still isn't more benches. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like it won't yeah. it won't be all of the all of my issues. Yeah. It's just the you know one yeah. of them. So, um, but it's so it's so good, uh, and it's it's so close to to firing on every single sil- you know cylinder. Yeah, I don't know that I have anything by way of final thoughts, but it is an unreserved recommendation. Like it, yeah, it's coming out on Switch. I think it's coming out on PS4. Like. You know, you can get it on PC. Uh, it's not uh, actually no, it is on Mac. So play it there too. Like, just go for it. It's like fifteen bucks. It's a tremendous, a tremendous game on pretty much every level. You're getting mm. a tremendous amount for your dollar there too. Yeah, I mean, because like, it's like it's thirty hours of Metroidvania for fifteen bucks. So mm. that's just a yeah. great deal. Yeah, throw these guys a bone. Buy a plush. Buy the <laughs> buy, buy the yeah. uh, the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, very very good and very. You know, it's real nice to you know. Have bonfires I chat and on a a positive note, you know something that like because this has been kind of a dire, so you know off season, yeah. you know like <laughs> I like Hyper Light Drifter, like I love Momodora, I like Hyper Light Drifter. Other than that, it's been I don't <laughs> like the other games we did, um, and I don't you know, I don't feel bad about that, but it is more fun to have something where it's like oh this is how you do it, yeah, you know like it it feels good to be reminded that like it's possible to do to actually get what I love, have another people who loves what yeah. I love about Dark Souls rather than loving you know what they love about dark souls which is fine but it's just not what i love right right you know this so i feel all the cool stuff yeah i feel akin with these people they appreciate this thing in the same way i do yeah. you know and that, that's a great feeling Uh, Nick, thank you for sticking around on this very long recording session with us. 
Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, Where can people find you online? Uh, LashyKingdom.com. That's uh, my webcomic. Fantasy Adventures. Uh, Right now I'm doing this weird thing on there where I'm actually uh, rolling dice every day to see how well some adventures do in a dungeon. Hmm. Hmm. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm copying it from a different artist, but yeah, <laughs> still I'm still idea. drawing it also. It's work. Um, <laughs> I'm still rolling dice. Mm. Although people think I'm cheating because there's been way too many twenties for, uh, you know, what you typically expect. <laughs> um, also, I guess just, uh, if you want to see my stuff, uh, psych with a five on Twitter, P five Y C H. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. Checking it out. Yeah. Um, cool. Where can people find us? Uh, people can find us at duckfeed.tv, or if they want to support us, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. We've, uh, um, by this point, I'm sure announced uh, some you know, all of the changes that are happening to that, uh, mm-hmm. to our Patreon. Uh, they're all exciting. Uh, so go and check that out. Um, yeah, and uh, stay tuned for the uh, if you are a Patreon backer at the level where you got a question or prompt for Bonfire Side Chat After Dark. Those episodes are coming as part of our Victory Lap season. Um, watch your inbox for the forum for that. Um, check out last episode where we talked about kind of the details of that. There'll also be information in your inbox. Yeah. Um, make sure you get back to us so we can make sure you're represented there. Um, and we're looking forward to, uh, you know, this show is ending, but me and Cole are not ending. And we're doing other things that <laughs> I think that you guys will like. So uh, you know, look forward to, uh, to seeing you guys over at the uh, over on Watch Out for Fireballs Land. Yeah, join us. <laughs> um, it's been a it's been a long session. We have miles to go before we sleep, um, so we'll, I think we'll end it there. Yeah. Um, so in, until next time, you know, uh, don't you be going Hollow Night, <laughs> or do be do be. Yep. Do, do, I do go, be going. Do go, go to, to uh, Hollow Night. Do be to have Bye, Hollow Night. There we go. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> And we all pray that we will have far more soon.